G'day Mega Bosses, AOS Coach here, and we are going to be talking about Auric War Clans, specifically the Iron Jaws. Specifically, we have a whole bunch of new stuff that's happened with Dawnbringers 2, not only giving us a Armies of Renown, but we've also got new War Scrolls and new thoughts around the General's Handbook 2023 with Emporian Locuses and all the good wizardy stuff. Now, I'm, I'm here with a man who no, needs no introduction. They call him Mr. Pig, uh, East Coast finest himself. It is Scooter Walters uh, from the Bottom Table Bullies. G'day and welcome back. Thank you. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to be back to talk more pig. Absolutely. It's an, uh, as soon as I, I saw this book and I saw the amount of orc, uh, war scrolls that are in this book, I knew that I had to get you to revisit this because uh, you have successfully done uh, very well. In fact, I remember watching you uh, in the top tables at LVO and, you know, you've gone on and you've secured yourself a ticket to the final of the Warhammer Championships. And, you know, you, you are at the, the peak of competitiveness when it comes to orcs and Unlike a lot of these Dawnbringer books where it's like a minor hero or they've given us a army of renowned composition, this is a fundamental change. We have new units, upgraded units, different ways to play it. And as an orc army that doesn't have a lot of Antorian locuses in his current wizard, blizzard, you know, rupturing uh, hoarfrosty meta, um, <laughs> How does orcs go? So that's kind of the, po the, the focus and the, the discussion for today. But for anyone who doesn't know who you are, we'll do a quick introduction, although uh, plenty of folks should know who you are. I'm uh, Nicholas Walters from the East Coast. Um, I've been playing AOS uh, a year after it came out when they finally came up with points. Um, a lot of you know my brother. I mean, he's the main reason I play. But now we have this whole club, and, and I've been around so many other really good clubs and really good players that it's like truly a family when you're away from home you know i, I play literally league of legends with other people who i don't they're not my club mate i play games with them we talk on skype like it's become a family it, it's it's molded itself from being how old fantasy was where it felt like we we're all rivals against each other to like hey i hope you do good hey i hope you do good but not as good as me you know it's 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 fun it's it's become definitely unique you know so it playing a lot of tournaments is what i do um some some friendly play but it just been around for a little bit now no it, I, I love it when i was talking to you i'm like man are you ever gonna join tough crowd you know being east coast based and you're like no man i'll never join tough crowd because i want to be the rival and i want to keep yes. them in check yes. and i laugh my backside off and it kind of shows the competitive fun spirit that you bring to the table and if anyone has ever seen your games i remember watching the stream of i can't remember was maybe it was it the last warhammer was it the championships last year or it was something i was watching one of your games and everyone was just laughing their backside off you're having an incredible time <laughs> uh, i think it might be you versus noah or whatever was going on i think one thing i've learned from you scooter is it's easy to have fun with Warhammer and be competitive. Like there's no, there's no trade-off. You don't have to be super serious and a jerk to win. There is absolutely um, a balance between both. And um, that's the spirit that, you know, we all should kind of encapsulate. You, you mentioned tough crowd. That's kind of what happened in the past in the old fantasy days. It was very contentious between us and a New York club. And it was just like, Oh, this is miserable. So when I first met him, 
and they're all in their like jerseys with their sleeves cut off and they're all like badass looking and black and red i was like all right who are these people and then my first game was this it's a tough crowd guy and i'm like here we go and he was so much fun and his teammates came by and checked on the game and would like not pick on him but oh you're getting beat you're getting beat and it it just showed me like oh wait, hold on like Everyone wants to win, but these guys are really freaking cool, man. So it, it kind of was like, I think Tough Crowd's legit. I want to be around them, and I want to play with them. But it's like, hey, what can we do in Maryland to, like, compete against a club as big as theirs and with as many good players as they have? And it's just turned out really fun. And, like, you cheer for each other. It, like, in, in the finals at LVO with, with Noah, like, I think three separate times – we, we were like, oh, you won. No, you won. No, you won. And at each stage, when we announced the other person won, the other group cheered for that person, was legitimately happy that they won. And then it was like, oh, no, you won. And then they're cheering for me and yelling my name. And it was like, it was just, I don't know. I mean, you're right. Soft scores, some people have a hard time with them. I think they're essential in the game to make sure we don't have the 40K mindset of I have to win at all costs. You want to win, but not not at all costs. You just it's not worth it. There's a there's a way to uh, celebrate your uh, your opponent's victories, uh, you know, even dice rolls. But also there is a way to not gloat. Like it's, it's a very fine yeah. balance. And for anyone who who catch who missed the LVO final, we will get into orcs. I swear. Um, <laughs> there was a contention right at the very end where uh, Scooter appeared to have won because of. Um, a goblin wizard, and at the time, all goblin wizards were four wounds. And mo- sorry, some some of them were four wounds. Sorry, some of them were five, some of them were four. And it was an assumption just after like you know ten rounds of Warhammer that this wizard was five wounds, which meant that you kept the objective, which meant that you know you you won the game by a point. But then, like as the wrap up kind of happened, we realized that 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 wizard had four wounds, which means yes. it only counted as one on the objective. So then the momentum swung and I don't want to harp on that, but it, like, it was like, I got to see that live to see, you know, everyone celebrating everyone and the commiserations on both sides. And it was genuine. And um, I think even from, you know, you can hear it in my voice and um, how exciting it was to kind of see sportsmanship um, trump, you know, competitiveness. Yes. But Let's actually get into the bacon. Let's talk yeah. about new orcs. And right. um, before we get into new orcs, and specifically, we are going to be talking about iron jaws. There will be a discussion very, uh, very, very soon about the big war side of things. So we'll put a different perspective. But start at the top. Let's talk General's Handbook twenty through twenty three. Um, I mentioned Antorian locuses, plenty of wizards, primal magic dice. Just generally, how are you feeling like four months into this season with uh, the Iron Jewels? Um, so when it comes to the Locuses, we've never been able to compete in the Magic realm, right? Um, it, it's just been a thing. You just give it up. You're, you're not going to compete. What I've what I've noticed in, in not to go away from Iron Jaws, there's two casting armies in the game that are like, this is their milk and honey. You have Zeech, who you're not stopping them. You might be able to pick one spell and roll all of your extra dice and I'll stop that one spell, but you're not stopping them. And then you have Seraphon, who just, good luck. Good luck with that. You better get in there and kill their little characters as soon as possible because they're going to beat you up. So when it comes to Locuses, I had a list or I, I played lists that have four dispels in it. And that's been able to hold my own against the other 80% of the armies where I can kind of help stop magic and like, let's slow it down. And that seems to be what's been working for me. 
Um, I personally love it. I love this addition of the handbook. I think it's cool having all these extra dice. Um, it, it's allying in certain certain wizards is what's really tipped it over for me. It's like, oh, this one's plus one. Now, admittedly, that's a that's a Caleb change. He goes, hey, have you ever thought about this? I go, what are you talking about? That's awesome. We're gonna do this, and it's been really cool. I, I just I've always felt in all war games and all strategy games that you should focus on the thing that you're good at, right? Like a lot of people are like, I'll try to make it work. Why? Like I'm not allying a bunch of orc shooters. They don't do anything, right? I'm going to focus on combat. I'm going to go forward and I'm going to fight. And what I've learned over the years and years of playing it is my main thing isn't even combat. It's maneuvering. It's movement. It's where you go around the board. Do you charge? Do you hit and flee? Like, I've gotten really good at that kind of stuff. Who do I tie up? Do I tie them up? Or do I let them spread themselves out? But I do compete with Magic um, now because I know I'm going to lose when I play the Magic, when I play against Zeech, and I know I'm going to lose when I play against the Frogs. So it's like, okay, like I'm I'm not going to win in the Magic. I have to fight in combat. But this 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 version is good. The only thing Games Workshop messed up on is that the, the Zeech... Um, the Lords of Change adding or matching their dice and then being able to roll those extra dice. I'm like, ah, really? You didn't change that? Okay. Okay. They got to keep selling Zinch and keeping <laughs> your brother happy. Um, I, I want to clarify something you just mentioned, though. You said uh, you lose. Now, are you referring to the games that you lose or are you referring to the magic battle where you're very unlikely to get off magical dominance and those critical spells that you want? against those super powerful seraphon zinc yeah. even lumineth so so the game's based in phases right you got you got the hero phase you got the movement phase you got the shooting phase you got combat i lose in in shooting the, my opponent's always going to win and in magic i'll get my little spells off here and there but i lose in the magic phase because they're going to get more spells off than me where i win and where i excel is in movement and in combat that's the my bread and butter and, and if an army's beating me in movement and combat we have an issue, right? Like we had, but that's what I'm good at. So I don't mean I, I lose a Zeech every time or lose a Seraphon every time. I just, I tr you, you try to stop that one spell, but they're going to get the other eight spells off. So you're not winning in the magic phase. That's what I thought you meant, but I just wanted to clarify in case you, you know, we got the wrong message out there where oh. people are like, oh, we just can't win against uh, Zeech. Then no. if I come up against a tournament, I'll just auto concede and go to the bar. No, it's just no. like you're not getting spells off or yeah. it's pretty rare. Like I remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got a spell off against Corn, and like I was so excited because one, they failed Hex Gorgeous Skulls. Two, I got a spell off and got magical dominance. So, like, is the greatest win ever. Uh, I did win the game, but like that in itself was a moral victory for my little giz uh, my little gits wizards. But, uh, but I jaws just like when I look over the meta, and um, so what I'm hearing is, you know, you're in a good spirit. Things are going well. Yeah, you can't compete at the highest level with magic, but right now uh, you're still in a good spot because you've got those critical tools. You've got movement. You've got charging and combat. And when you look over the meta percentages, you know, Games Workshops um, Meta Watch has you at that that forty eight percent kind of win rate, so you're it's around beautiful. the fat middle. Uh, Wohammer has you around the same kind of area, and you know a lot of four ones and three twos, and mm -hmm. uh, a couple of five and O's occasionally, probably yours. But it's not like you're completely down and out, but you're definitely not the big bads like. Uh, Ossiak Bone Reapers or Soul Black Grave Lords have been for the last couple of months. And now Seraphon probably has risen to be one of the big bads right now. Yeah, but I mean, that 
that's a good thing though. Like I would imagine you'd want the majority of the armies played around that 48, 52% win rate. Otherwise you have a glaring problem. And with this new addition, they put other new point changes. They're clearly trying to fix that. They, they see OCR and they see soul blight up. They're like, Hey, let's uh, clean this up a little bit. Bring them down a little bit. And I'm like, I like it. I like, I'll give games workshop that back in the past, you're waiting two, three years for a book change. Like you're waiting, like, please fix this. Now they're like, wait, that's bad. Fix that. And I'm like, I like it. Yeah, no, it, I, I, I do like the reactiveness. Um, it, it much, yeah, anyone who's been through fantasy battles, like there'd be years of like a broken wood elf book, a broken dark elf book or a high oh. elf book. Oh, elves. It just seems like elves are broken in general. But anyway, uh, as a as a green skin, uh, I, I, my goblins have fear against elves. So that's probably maybe why I overrepresent them. <laughs> But let's talk this book. Let's talk this um, Dawnbringer's book at a very high level, and we will go through the War Scrolls. We will go through the Armies of Renown and then compare it against the current uh, rule set of Iron Jaws. What was your first thoughts when you saw these these updates? Are they good updates? At a like, are they are like eh, you know they're adding something interesting? Is it like not I useful from, to you? We're from seven options to fifteen. Like you, you can't be mad about that. Right, like seven options and fifteen. I, I, I saw the R boys, the three of armor save. I'm like, okay. I saw new brutes. I'm like, okay. I saw the big pigs and, uh, uh-uh. uh. But like, you know, it, they they put some stuff out there, but some things are just too expensive for the amount of damage they do. You know, it's just like I, okay, I don't, I don't see this. I don't see this. But they definitely gave you. They gave us an anvil where in the past we never had that anvil, that thing that's gonna walk up sit in the objective and it's going to be hard to move it you know so our boys are one of those things i've been playing a lot with and been pretty successful with um the new the new brutes i think are, are interesting but the amount of attacks they do um i mean right off the bat if i were to point at something i, I go down three wounds i go down an armor save the points are 100 points so it's like okay for three i do like that you can reinforce them and you have six so the coherency you don't you know worry about i thought that was a unique thing um the fact that they can run in charge you know moving down 14 inches down the board with an auto six run you definitely have you know some juice to get there i think they missed the mark on the brutes at least one or two of them not letting them let, let's say outflank or, or scout or anything that lets them get in a different Pre-game. position my, my thing I said, because we knew this book was coming and people would say, hey, what, what do you want to see? And I just was honest. I was like, I don't need combat. Like Ogres, Iron Jaws, they don't need combat. They need tricks. So they did give us one trick that I think is interesting, but it's a 380 point trick. All and right, I'm like, well, let's let, let's not let's not ruin Christmas before. The, yeah. you know, let's not tell the kids the, the presents. We'll, we'll get into the rules in a yeah. second. But I do want to just talk one thing uh, before we bring up the rules because you brought up Ard Boys. And I think as an Iron Jaws player, the, the big difference between what you had and what you have now is Ard Boys, where Ard Boys used to be, what, 80 points for five models. Uh, you'd get the couple of models with a shield that would give you a ward, but yep. it was only a handful in every every five. Um impacts of of that right because you now don't have those cheap bodies uh you you don't you don't have that i mean i know big y used to really appreciate it but how do you find the changes to right right now um when i think of my army right i think of the amount of hammers i have right 
It's like, okay, I got the mall crusher, big hammer. I got two units of six pigs, big hammer. Brutes, surprisingly, I understand they're only moving four. I've been insanely successful with getting those brutes into a position to be very useful. It's like waves of combat. Like, here comes my pigs. Boom, we'll turn two. Here comes my brutes. You know, it's waves of just absolute devastating hammers. What happens now is with Iron Jaws, I can hold back, grab some objectives, control more of the board because it's going to be hard to shift 10, 20 yard boys. It's going to be hard. I mean, one command point and I'm not moving. Like, okay, like you can kill six of them. I'm not going to roll battle shock. I just, I'll use the command dice and stay because I know what's coming. I'm just going to save my command dice. There's no reason to use it, right? Like the, the cool thing is when you play the game, you, you think of like definites, like, I know this big bad threat is going to come and hit my art boys. Mathematically, they're going to kill eight. I have to save this command dice, not for all out defense, but to keep them there. And now I counter charge, right? Like it's, you know, what's happening, right? You know, what's coming. You're playing the game, right? So our boys give us the utility to even, even in blood tooth, like not even doing iron suns, even in blood tooth with my two units of pigs. If I want them, I just walk forward to an objective and I go, okay, well, this objective is mine. For as long as I want it to be mine, right? I, I really, I personally love the change. And, and people focus on the amount of damage that they can do. I, I'm, You can soup anything up and it will do damage. What's hard to do is have something that can take a hit and smile. And that has probably been one of the glaring weaknesses of Iron Jaws in the past, where you don't you have all the hammers in the world. And for anyone who doesn't know the concept, hammers and anvil, basically at a very nutshell, your anvil can absorb damage and kind of hold it like an anvil. The hammer is the one that's going to deal the damage. And you know, you've had your more crusher, you had your, your gore grunters, you've had so many different options when it comes to dealing damage. But you've never really and like people would never really reinforce art boys. Like sometimes you would, but usually they were screens, they were early objective scorers, they would um move up the board, take the hit, and then you know your your piggies and your and your more crusher would come in for a second round, or maybe they protect your um war chanters and things like that. But they've never really been there to absorb the damage other than those like those warding shields that they had. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and I've tried, I've even tried to mount a couple of games. Some of the things people said is, oh, just reinforce them twice, get, you know, get, get a spell off and then they're good. It's like, well, now I'm investing even more points. Is it something that hopefully I get a spell off to make them do what you think they can do? Uh, or no, I'll just take picks. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, we, you know, is it worth reinforcing? So, look, overall, at very high level, what I'm hearing from you so far is um, interesting changes. Maybe not completely gut my list changes to now I'm going to put in all the big more, uh, more grunters. I'm going to put in all the new Ard Boys. There's options, but uh, there's going to be pros and cons, and we'll go through all of them right now because there is a lot of them. And I think we could talk shop for days, right? All we could day. talk so many cool things, but I actually want to get into the weeds of the rules. So look, I imagine everyone has read these by now. This is not, you know, Games Workshop actually released, reduced, uh, released this as a free PDF. So it is available to Huge. everybody. You don't it, you don't have to buy this book. If you want the armies of renown, you definitely can. And uh, feel free to do so. But you, the War Scrolls are free, um, so you don't need to. Um, so first off, there are three versions of the More Grunter. So the More Grunter is this new centerpiece piggy. One of the things that I really like about it is I always feel felt weird and i'm not an iron jaws player so scooter you can tell me otherwise 
But I always felt weird that I had this uh, more crusher leading my army of piggies. And I always wanted, why don't piggies have a leader? Why can't I get a piggy leader as opposed to a more crusher? Because sometimes I don't have the points. Sometimes I just don't want that in a particular, you know, there's been times where the more crusher isn't that great. But now there actually is three different versions. You've got this Tusk Tusk Gore version and there's two other versions. Mm -hmm. So um, what's your thoughts on the Tusk Gore, sorry, Tusk Boss on more Grunter? It's 380 points. It's a leader and a behemoth. Um, and uh, it's not keyword locked to anyone, so you can obviously play it in Iron Suns, Bloodtooth, yada, yada, yada. Customize it to your heart's content. Um, I This is the main model I've been playing besides Art Boys um, and testing out and learning the rules and, and figuring out where it's most optimal and, and how to play it. Um, the 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 car of the path is a really cool feature if you can get it off right the problem is to get it off you have to roll a five or a six and you have to do it right then and there right um when it works it's amazing so what i've been doing is just adding tusk helm to the thing and the handful of times i'm able to charge out and go get something else your tusk helmet originally then you charge it and you tusk helm again like it's really cool it's damage output obviously with the shaman behind it is amazing the big downside of it is i feel like they're like um they're like the giants where really good attacks but if you drop those attacks it is extremely noticeable that your big 308 point model is now doing no damage so it's things like okay i'm, I'm gonna use my you know wound on twos i'm gonna give it plus one to hit so everything's twos and twos which is awesome and in Iron Jaws, I can now pop the wog, right? So at least it's Rin 2 on everything, Rin 4 on the big thing. And it's been great. I've seen it do both things. Like I, we, we talk about incarnates where I've seen the incarnate that comes in and does 20 wounds. I've seen the incarnate that comes in and hits you twice, right? I've seen both. And I've seen that this both where it's like, oh, I'm going to come in and crush that. Oh, I just dropped both my Mighty Tusk attacks. Okay. Now the rest of them are... Here's Rin 1. Here we go. It's just not as effective. I think the point cost, personally, is just a little bit too high. The rules, I think, are good-ish. Losing one momentum every turn is brutal. Can I pause you there? Because we need to acknowledge the momentum. So um, something that is brand new that's been introduced to the Auric War Clans. And by the way, folks, um, this is not locked into the Armies of Renown. So you can absolutely put them in. All of these War Scrolls can be put into your Iron Jaws or your Big War. So let's just acknowledge that up front. But if anyone has noticed the... um, Seraphon, if you've seen those Agrodon, the the new Dino Riders, um, they have a very similar similar rule. So there's this thing called unstoppable momentum. So I'll read it out, and you do need to know this if you're playing piggies, right? Because it, it's across all three versions of the Morgrunter. Grunter. So this this unit has a momentum score that affects the value represented by a asterisk. So right now you see the move asterisks, uh, the t- the mighty tusks has an asterisk as well as the kill choppers has an asterisk. So asterisk is influenced there, right? Um, at the start of the battle round, this unit has a momentum score of one. Each time this unit finishes a run or a charge move, add D3 to the momentum score. Now this unit's momentum score can never exceed six 
And at the end of the each turn, you subtract one from the momentum score to a minimum of one. So I'll pause there for a second. Scooter, what does this all mean as an Orc player? This this means you're locking yourself in. The, the placement of that comma is very interesting. So you got your guy. I'm going to be ballsy. I'm charging down the field. You roll your D6 for your run. And you Say you say you auto make it a six. I'm going to make it a six. So you move your nine plus six forward, and now you roll a D3. Oh, I didn't roll a five or a six. My guy's out there by himself. He can't charge. You have to finish your run move. That's how I read the rule. It says you have to finish it. So you have to dedicate your thing before you know if it can run and charge. It, it's, it, it tells me that the only way to successfully do unstoppable momentum and use this is to play it in the renown to where you don't degrade your momentum. So I right, turn one, I'm going to move sideways back and forth with my guys to get them juiced up and ready to go. That way, next turn, full sending we're going with everything straight into my opponent and i do think that's a really cool way to play it's a really cool way to play because you can put them on the backboard edge and move around and i'm i know i'm not getting objectives turn one or maybe not as many and all of a sudden your guys are a little juiced up for the next round they go in i just i'd be curious to know if i'm right on that because you know everyone's mess of rules but it says each time this unit finishes a run or charge move so you have to dedicate that what is it? Nine inches, nine inch move plus a D six, so possibly fifteen, and then you get to see if you can charge after that. Yeah. So what it means, folks, and this is where it becomes a risky play is okay. Let's say it's turn one, scooter, scooter versus me, Mike Argan, scooters, uh, Iron Jaws. Turn one, scooter's going to move up, and he can make a normal move, and he gets no additional momentum. If he was to make a run roll. Um, which or a run that's cool whatever he finishes the run roll and he rolls at d3 should he roll that five or a six getting an extra three points that would then unlock him the ability to then charge but anything less than, anything less than that five or a six getting a two would be a momentum score of three or less which means that he can't run in charge which means you've either forfeited a chance to charge or you've put yourself at risk because you've moved further than you probably would have because you wanted to charge, and then your opponent can charge you, which then stops you from doing a few things that you might want to do, such as, yeah. So I think it's it's a gamble. Um, it's a turn one gamble. Um, what what probably... I've been doing, I've been having some fun with this. You Mighty Destroyers it. I'm going to move at nine in, in the hero phase. I'm move at nine in the in the movement phase or my movement phase. Now I'm going to charge. Because right? you're going to charge anyway. You charge off to the flank. I want to get some points. I want to knock out a minor, minor character, a little unit that's going to cause me problems later. You charge that unit. You blow it up. If you roll five or six there, you unlock it. Uh, it it's carved the path. Yeah, I, I, it's been fun. When you say mighty destroyers, though, are you saying where where exactly are you using mighty destroyers? So you use uh, use your mall crusher, right? You take a mall crusher, you mighty destroyers, your tusk boss, you move them up nine. In the move phase, you move nine so it can easily charge into something. You have it charge the flank so you're not sending it down the middle because it's not going to be as juiced up as you need it to be. And I, I like using this model as not a distraction, but I'm going to kill your little thing you have off to the side. So do you want to come fight this? Or do you want to come towards my army that's in front of you? Like, I've been using it as a little distract because, for, like, 14 wounds, three up save. You have to dedicate something to kill it. It's not going to be easy to kill it. You got to say, all right, I'm sending my big piece to go kill it. Come on over this way. 
You know, I, I see the value in it. And, and that's what I mean. There's value in every war scroll they put out. There's a way to play every single war scroll. It's just early. We got to figure that out. This whole hoping to get five or six on the run is not something I'd be willing to do in a tournament, in a friendly game all day. All day. Let's have fun. So I'm glad I clarified because we were talking a lot about running before. So what you're saying is you're using Mighty Destroyers to supplement your movement mm -hmm. to reduce the distance between the charge. So you'd Mighty Destroyer move, then make a normal move, then, then you'd make your then, then you would charge because then you're not relying. And that's my concern is if you look at this and go, right, I'm going to run this model, hope to get that five or a six, and then I can charge you're probably going to be more disappointed. You want one in three statistically, you will actually get that to happen. So yeah, at yeah. almost 400 points, that's a big risk. Um, yeah. There are some cool things in here. I think, you know, the fact that you can run a charge, as we mentioned, the carve the path is fascinating when you, when you look at that rule, but you've really got to pick your battles. And as you said, get the momentum score up. So mm -hmm much more beneficial probably from turn two onwards or if you're super lucky and roll that that five or a six on the the momentum score it's it's it, it's been fun because i've seen i've rolled a one okay well i'm only i'm only two momentum right now okay but i've also i've rolled that five or six like here we go like let's do this and then hopefully i roll a three so i can carve the path and go get something else and it's 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 an it i i will this is probably my my favorite model they put out and the one model i'm trying to figure out how to make it work because our problem is a lot of people have screens and tons of screens and it's like how do i get past these skinks to get to the meat uh, you know sometimes you're standing looking at like if i can kill these skinks and just fly over and go get the salon go get the the star banner like that's what you need this to do you know and i, I see the i do see the value and you could, and you know, the cool thing as well is you could uh, finest hour with this model. If you've got a wizard, Mystic Shield, let's get this on like yep. a two up save or, you know, be able to reduce rend by one or two because you've saved stack to the nines, okay. um, all that defense, obviously. Um, there's a lot of things that you could probably do as a missile, as you've kind of put it. And to your point, uh, the second part of the carve the path, which is fascinating is when this unit charges in this manner, um, it can pass across enemy units with a wounds characteristic of one or two. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is the first part where you mm -hmm. charge into a unit with a wounds characteristic of four or less. Let's say, for example, we're charging into these skinks, as we've talked about, Seraphon is the big bad. I've got to roll under my, moment, my momentum score. So um, if I land the charge, let's say it's, it's turn one or turn two, my momentum score could be, two to five six mm -hmm. if i'm really lucky mm -hmm. roll that dice get under that momentum score and then i can move through that unit so uh destruction never has any guarantees but for me it's about picking the right rule at the right time yes. and it's 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 and the momentum score is so critical here if you want to do otherwise you're gonna get let down a lot yeah it's it's also like like we talked about like positioning and stuff like okay i'm gonna charge the flank of these kings so the side of this king so as far over as i can like you know even if you if you roll under right you roll under something that has like say nurgling has fat on them and they're three wounds so now i can't fly over them well you can move around them you can recharge the exact same unit and because i'm using tusk helm here comes tusk helm again like there's lots of like interesting things like you can do with it. I just, I agree with you. The whole degrading momentum and 
I'm trying to find out if when they're talking about degree of momentum, is it my turn and your turn? So by the time I take my next turn, it goes down two pips. Is it player uh, turn or is it turn? Right. At the end of each turn. So it, it says end of each turn. So, so turn it, it is yours and mine. That's how so, that's kind of how I read it until someone tells me, no, it's just one turn for the game. So <laughs> no, so it would say because it, it would say at the end of your turn if it was just one. So it says your, each turn. It's saying each turn, so it means that yeah, it's going to degrade. So unless you are using the uh, the the charging in your opponent's you know turn or mm-hmm. um, if you like in Iron Suns for example, Iron this, this in Iron Suns this would like help you keep I your momentum up. Really think so. I really like it in Iron Suns. I've got a big problem though. I have a sure. massive problem with this model, and you if may it's agree. The point, I agree. No, no, okay. no, that's not the points. I mean, the points are questionable, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not at that level yet where I'm like, I know how many points this is, but I have one big gripe, sure. and that is it does not have the mega boss keyword. So for me, it stopped you from unlocking those artifacts. Yep. And it, it stops you from getting things like mega bossy, hulking brute, and mighty war, war leader. So. Yep. It does, and it does lock you out of that. And if I want to run a piggy army, the fact that it doesn't have mega boss that hurts me a little bit. Um, yeah. But does it does it impact you? Um, my my, my pro- I agree with you on that. My big problem is is the attack profile. If if I was going to pick on something, the main attacks only having two attacks, it's not reliable enough. It's not for me reliable enough to say take out my my mall crusher because I want to add in say a, a foot a foot war boss, right? And I just need to support two people. It is kind of locks me in still to where if I'm playing competitively, I still need my mall pressure. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have enough tax for you. I can't take, like you said, I can't take destroyer. I can't increase the amount of damage it does. I can't reliably move into a horde of say 22 bliss barb archers. And no, I'm going to kill those 22 bliss barb archers. Right. That's, that's my problem is, is the reliability of the amount of damage. You know, but missing that keyword is very huge. Missing all those artifacts is very huge. Yeah, and in the armies of renown, there is a command there trait, is. and there is artifacts. So we'll we'll get to that shortly. But if you're not playing within the armies of renown, you got you've got the universal stuff. So to wrap up this particular war scroll, do we mm-hmm. like it? Do we not like it? And I'd say it's very mid. If if I'm putting something on it, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm saying it's mid. I'm saying in an RTT, I would definitely take it and play and play to see if I could figure it out to take it to a GT. But I would not take this to a GT until I figured it out, is all I would say. It's not yeah. terrible, but it's my point, my opinion, 40 points too expensive, at least. I got at least at a minimum, but it's a really cool model. So for like fun play when you're playing with your, your friends, yeah, you, you, you could take this and have some fun. I like the 14 wounds. I like the three up armor save. Yeah. I like the carve the path. I like the ability. I like the um, the head of the stampede ability. So when this unit makes a charge move, you can re-roll charges for all more grunters. So should you run more than one more grunter, and as I said, there are two other variants, um, that's a really cool ability. 
that it is competing against the more crusher. So I guess the question is, how many points are in your army? What do you want to run with it? And does it do what it needs to do in your army? Right now, I'm probably more leaning on a mega boss variant, but uh, it's not it's not trash. I think it's just a couple of minor tweaks. It might be yes. points. It might be the mega boss keyword. Um, or you just accept that it's an independent solo piece and you um, build other stuff around it or yep. without it. Yep, more utility. And like like we said, against those certain armies, like, oh, it's a screen buster if I can get it off. Yeah. Oh, look, finest hour at two up save, go straight through, carve through that line. That This is a real troubling piece. Bravery eight, so it means a, a heroic recovery is a lot easier as well. Um, there's a lot to like about this war scroll, don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. And if you run it, it can do well, but it doesn't synergize with things as much as maybe you'd like it to. Yeah. The second no. variant here, sorry, Scooter, are we going to say? No, no, I was like, not yet is all I'm saying. Because I feel like a lot of it, you're figuring it out, right? Like, I don't want to be too judgy. I think it's mid, but yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Folks, if you found a way that, you know, this is really working for you, let me know. For me, it's just the fact that it's got no mega boss keywords. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any um, command traits, artifacts that I can tap into. Like, imagine giving this, my, uh, give, imagine giving this the, uh, the destroyer artifact. Or giving it uh, even the armor of Gork, as you mentioned, finest hour, six up ward. Uh, like, there's so many cool things you could possibly do. Um, Given a thing that everything hits on three plus one to hit, always sounds awesome. Yeah, like, like, if, like if, if, if you could get the mega boss keyword, I think this completely different conversation. I think yeah. it's a very different conversation. But the second one is the more grunter with the Hacken crew. So, um, this is a slight variant. So you'll see a lot of commonality between the three versions of the Morgrunter. Um, so this one is purely a behemoth, so um, which is which is neat. Um, it has similar attack characteristic. Uh, its save is not as good. It's a four-up save. Um, what else? Uh, it's same, bravery same slightly lower. Yep, it's bravery slightly lower. It does still have carver path. It still has the unstoppable momentum. Uh, it doesn't have some of the rules, like I mentioned, the the run and charge piece. But is this a better use of your points if if you want to include a more grunter? I, I I can see it being a better use in terms of the utility. Like let me let me save the points, put this on the flank, have it charge the flank, have it cause a problem. Like you said though being a four up, I mean, that's 16% more damage you're taking. Like, so it, it opens up your opponents for being able to send something slightly weaker to deal with this thing on your flank. You know, um, it's susceptible to shooting, you know, that, that minus one save makes it a little bit easier for a lot of things to kill. Um, it's attack profile going down a little bit. means it even does less damage than the other one did. But if you're looking for that thing to carve a path and you're trying to save points and, and jam something in, I can see you playing this and trying it. But now there's no artifacts you're putting on it. It's not a hero. It it, it can't give itself command abilities. Like, oh, no, it's a hero. It can give itself command abilities. Yeah, it's a hero. It yeah, is it's a hero. It's, 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 not a, it's not a leader slot. It's not the leader, um, yeah. But, but it is a he hero keyword, which is interesting. So... Um, I will. I will also mention. I just want to quickly look at the rules. It is single, so you can't reinforce this mm -hmm. particular one. So uh, it is a solo operator. It's all. It's all by its lonesome, you know. But I mean, it, it's the same thing, though. Yeah, in, in my opinion, here here comes this two hundred and seventy point model down the field. 
you drop one or two of your your significant attacks and you're like okay uh take eight damage you know and i listen to some people that do like the math on it but they don't add all the stuff you can add to it that you're playing the game this is my tool going forward i'm giving it plus one to hit with you know damn terrain you know this is my thing i'm going to give the war chainer buff to it like you're playing the game you know what you're going to do you know so you can increase its damage you can definitely soup it up you can make it good you know same thing best day ever like or finest hour sorry we call it best day ever but every you know, everyone does like I, i've started calling it birthday it's like it's birthday so <laughs> happy birthday more grunter um it's funny because i'm looking over the uh the war clans and like outside of iron suns like blood tooth does nothing for them nope the choppers does nothing for them nope. and i'm like okay well how do we make this work and again i like this probably more than the, the other version like mm. 270 is a slot that i can fill um it's not taking up a leader slot which can be pro or a con um it could be a great piece to put into a battalion because uh it does have 14 wounds but it's a it's a behemoth so uh it'll sneak into some of those battalions that have like uh monster or behemoth yeah. or artillery sweet I do like the rule. I do like carve the war path. I do like unstoppable momentum. Yes. I do like headlong charge. I think this is probably more appropriate to what I'd be looking for over the hero. Just if I value what we've talked about. And currently I probably do. Yeah. I mean, you lose two attacks and one armor save for what? Almost a hundred points. Like, okay. Two attacks and one armor save to throw something, you know, throw something in. If you get lucky, get that carve the path. Cause this will kill you know, a Lord of Change. This will kill that piece they're trying to protect. This, it'll kill a slime, you know? So it, it, it will do its job, you know? I, I do like it at 270. As you said, you know, Mighty Destroy is it as well. Um, it can do some things. I think, yeah, the, the Mighty Tusk is really like what can absolutely slap. And uh, I don't have the damage profile up on the screen, but when you look at the, uh, the momentum score, let's say, for example, of, uh, if it's on momentum score of uh, two to three, the um, the the what's it called D3 the mighty tusks a d three plus one. If it's mm. on a uh, four or a five, it's d three plus two. Mm. A six is d three plus three. So yeah. that and, that, and that, remember, that can be powerful. You got your war chainers there. Now all of a sudden it's d three plus two. It it, it it's just everything in, in my everything can do so much damage. You know, and that's the cool thing. It's a lot of damage you can do. I just worry about dropping attacks. That's all. So again, same, same question. Do we like this or do we not like this? I like it better. If, if your goal is to add something in there to beat down, to physically beat down those screens, cause you're going to come in, you're going to impact hit those screens. You're going to do your stuff. You're going to fly over and you're going to kill that little thing in the back. Right. That's what I like about this. Those, the things that hurt our army are little pieces that you need to kill because they have a spell or they have a, this, or they have a command thing. This allows you the chance to go in there and deal with that. And it's still the same thing. If you don't trust the run, all right, mighty stories it forward, move it forward, charge, and hope you roll a five or six on the uh, on the charge roll. You know, and then you're in. And it's the same thing. Are you full sending? Are you standing back? Is this a two-turn like game? Is this game I'm playing right here? I don't have to go forward right now. You can really hopefully get that momentum score going. It's just with it going down every turn, even if you roll a five or a six. By the time it's your turn again, you're back to two. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, you, and hopefully when they reiterate this or maybe they FAQ this and change it to be just your turn because maybe it's too too hard to keep up the momentum or maybe in there'll be another Dawnbringers book or an, mm-hmm. an updated war book that will give us ways to boost the momentum score. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably like I like it, but I'm not going to rely on it because I think if you rely and build a tactic around momentum, you're probably going to be disappointed because you're not going to be always getting D3 plus three attacks. Yeah. You're not always going to be able to run and charge in turn one. If it happens, it's great. But for most of the times, like expect the worst and hope for the best. You're knowing it. Can you rely on it? Is it a guarantee? And it's just, it's not, right? That's the problem. It's not a guarantee, you know, but I still like it. I still think it's it's decent. You know, it's the next war scroll I have a real problem with, but I still think it's decent. All right, so so I I, I do like this war scroll. I think mm-hmm. it's a better point uh, cost and fits into my lists easier. I like that it's elite as well, so it can issue its own commands. I like it as an independent threat piece. I like it as either a flank piece or something I shoot up turn one, and then my wave of piggies or ard boys or brutes or however I build are like these other waves that are coming up the board and. Maybe this has gotten in and, and pinned something that I was really worried about that I want to charge later. Or I think there's a lot of cool things this can mm-hmm. do. And uh, it's not perfect, but I definitely would ha- consider the more grunter with hack and crew uh, if I was a, a, a list building I and your folk. What would be your, what, what are yours? Like it? Do you not, not like it? Like it, like mid, mid, just like just like the first one. I find it very mid. It's Because it, it's not going to replace... It's not going to replace a unit of three picks or a unit of six picks. It's not going to replace it. And that is the, and that right there, nobody right now has a 300 point gap in their army. And that's the trade off. Mm-hmm. Is this worth it over more pigs? Is it worth it over brutes or art boys or mm-hmm. a wizard or something in your army? What's the trade off for 270? Like, what would you have to sacrifice to put this into your list? Um, My casting. So I had to take out my casters to put them in, go a non-casting army, which I've been playing a lot with, right? Like, let's go no casting. Let's just give up on the thing. I, I can't win, right? I can compete, but I can't win. Give it up. Put one of these big guys in and let's see what happens. And actually, in, in my list, when I take out the casting, I put him in and I can add more stuff. So I, I gain more. I gain more by just giving up, you know, spells and stuff. But then, like you said, no Mystic Shield, no fancy spells. No blizzard if I want to do that. No hoarfrost if I want to do that. So you trade off a lot to go no no casting. But this guy easily fits into my list there. And now, like we talked about, I have another hammer. Because he is a hammer. Don't get me wrong. This thing will do damage. It will go in and it will crush. It's just because of the amount of attacks, it's not as reliable as the wave of dice you roll for other stuff in the army. That's all. Yeah, I, I do like the trickery when it comes to Carve the Path. Like, mm-hmm. I think that is one of the reasons you mentioned earlier, Iron Jaws has the least amount of tricks. It also is the mo- most guarantee. Like, I play a lot of Gits, I play a lot of Gargans, and there's very little guarantees in my armies. Iron Jaws has always been the more consistent side of, of destruction, yeah. but this does give you a few tricks. This does. does give you a few tricks and probably plays well right now to the current meta where you are finding a lot more castles, a lot more yes. wizard protection, and this this slides right through. We, we were talking about that. That's what I'm thinking. It's like, oh, you want to protect your wizards? Okay. Yeah, I got this guy right here. Check this out. If it works, but it's still awesome. 
but it's timing with momentum. Yep. That's yep. the key. It's not it's not a guarantee. It's not like a Frost Lord on Stonehorn who can use their monstrous rampage to charge through. You've just got to find the right timing with that yep. um with the momentum score. But overall, I think we like it, but it's yep. definitely not an not not an auto include. Like I'm not gutting my list to put this into it. Yep. And again, it's really pretty. So oh, it's such it's a so, cool model. So cool. It's so cool. And the final version is the more grunter gouger. So this is not a hero version. Um, it is it does have the ability to be a battle line if your general is a more grunter. So you could reinforce it, which is neat. It could take up one of your, your battle line choices if you didn't want to run traditional battle line. Um, what else? Like it's got a lot of commonality. It doesn't have carve the path, so it has its own version of uh, a monstrous rampage. But for otherwise, there's a lot of consistency, right? You do have still the unstoppable momentum. It still has headlong charger. Um, it has a lot of the attack profiles, but that um, little orc buggy sidecart attack profile isn't there yeah. for obvious model reasons. At 180 points, um, and, and as a behemoth scooter, is this a better use of my points if I'm going to build one version of this more grunter? No. No. This is the biggest... This the this is the one unit that they put out that I can't see playing over almost anything in the Iron Jaws like book. It's um the tax are far too low, far too low. You're losing out. It's ten points more expensive than three pigs. The save is fine. You know that that's great. Um, always strike last and Iron Jaws for um for Iron Jaws is completely useless. Um, if you're not killing what you're charging, you're not playing Iron Jaws right. Your Iron Jaws should be going into things that they know they can murder. So your next unit can murder the next thing. So your next unit can murder the next thing. Always strike last wall. It's cool. It's, it's great. I, I don't see it. Like if this thing gave you always strike first on another unit touching the unit, I can see it. Because there's then you can charge things that maybe your unit six pigs can't guarantee kill. So your six picks hit with always strike first, then this thing hits with always strike first. But I, I just I don't I, I think it's I three pigs, like the pigs have more attacks in this thing. And like we were talking about, you have guarantees. I know what's gonna happen in this game. I'm gonna declare the wog. I'm gonna be ridden one with my pigs. I'm gonna have 12 attacks, with my pigs. They're gonna be two damage each. They're gonna hit on threes to twos, depending on what you're doing. Your pigs, not even the guys upstairs with Rin 2 are included. And the pigs still have more attacks than this guy. You're missing three wounds. Like, all around, this thing is a giant miss. If they would have made it 130 points, I'd consider it. And yep. that's still considering it. it. It's just, it's not a hero. You can't give it artifacts. You can't do, there's just stuff you can't do with this thing. I'm just not, with this War Scroll, it's the only War Scroll I saw where I was like, I'm just 100% not impressed. Is there any area where this wins? Like, I, I'm hearing that the strike last um, is not valued to you. And I think the fact that it's tied to a momentum score makes mm -hmm. it harder to guarantee. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's super situational. And again, you don't plan around it. Is I, read, I, I read this war scroll four or five times looking for the impact hits. Three pigs have three impact hits, at least on a two up. At least three mortal wounds. Two if you two if you just roll average, let's say. I at least get two mortal wounds. This doesn't even have that. Mm. Uh, 
it's a monster, so I guess I can stomp. Hey. Right. I can stomp. That's cool. You can stomp. You can roll. You can, can flatten into the mud. Um, the, as utility, if it was cheaper, you're thrown in there with a unit of six pigs. I'm going to roar this thing. So at least no command abilities. Here we go. Now my six pigs will definitely kill it. But at 180, you're, you're giving up three pigs. What if it was 150? 150 with a roar. You take out all the casting. Maybe you have two of these things. So that'd be kind of cool. Have two of these things accompany six pigs down the field. One roar, one stomp. So you hit waves. Like the first wave is this guy in six. The next wave is the next guy in six. I can see it. I can see it. Because I see this as the way I play with my Stormcast with my chariots. Unfortunately, my chariots are idiots and they can't issue their own commands. <laughs> but then again, this 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 thing's an idiot as well. It's not elite. Uh, mm -hmm. No, this is not elite. So you need to babysit this to issue commands. But the way I use my Stormcast, I love having two chariots on the flanks that can hold the flank and then compress in when required. I could see a world where you might run one or two more grunters, have them as flanks potentially, have that those six pigs or those waves of pigs in the centre that can move around. And, you know, again, you talked about how important movement is and um, I, I couldn't agree more. But maybe I, I, I do feel the 180 points for what it's bringing to the party. Um, and when you look at what's missing, the kill choppers, which is the big impacts, right? Two attacks, hits on threes, wounds on threes. It can be up to Ren minus three if you're on momentum score of six, but you're on average Ren minus one, Ren minus yep. two, just base uh, for two damage. So it doesn't lose a little bit of damage by not having the kill choppers. And then as you've re you've already recognized, there's also the lack of um, impact hits that your, your piggies would be doing that this doesn't have. Yeah. And you look at it and like from a positive lens, it's like, okay, I'm going to give this guy, you know, plus one damage from a war chainer. It's like, that's awesome. Four attacks, hits on threes, wound on threes on the walk turn, Ren two with three damage. That's good. That, that's a good amount versus, you know, three pigs that have 22 attacks with two damage each. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I like the weight of dice because we've all had that game where we've rolled our dice and you've literally rolled seven ones or twos. Okay, well, let me pick up these. And then you roll and you roll another four ones or twos. And you're like, all right, make three saves. You're just like, oh, shucks. With pigs, that don't happen. Oh, you roll seven misses? No problem. Here's another 14. It's... So what I so if I'm hearing you correctly, out of the three pig variants, we're probably liking the hacking crew the best. Um, it might be still a little bit overcosted, but of the three variants, that middle middle not too hot, not too cold. This middle one's just right. Kind of kind of scratches all the things that we'd want from a, a more grunter. Yeah, yeah. I, I I believe so. I believe so. Hypothetical question. If sure. Bloodtooth if Bloodtooth was Gore Grunters or more Grunters, let's mm -hmm. say in a future world that gets updated, mm -hmm. would this change your opinion yeah. at all? Only if I can reinforce them. But one model at a time, absolutely not. If I can reinforce them, yeah. Yeah, here. Because two, two of those guys now all of a sudden you have 20 attacks instead of 10. Here's 20 attacks. And now all of a sudden, like the weighted dice come in and you're not worried about whiffing all your attacks. You'll take D3 D three wounds from, from uh, uh, damn terrain to give that plus one to hit. Here we go. There's hitting on twos at least. In, in, if you have 20 attacks all hitting on twos, 
It'd be really hard to roll seven ones. You could do it. I've seen it. I've done it. But it's just harder. You need to reinforce them. You need to be able to reinforce these. Then absolutely, I can see them being a thing. And you can absolutely reinforce them if you're taking the more grunter. So that's a... It's a big commitment. That would be what? That's uh, how many points? That's 380 for the leader, mm-hmm. then 180 for well, 180 each. So, yeah, so right now, that's, that's one third, almost almost a half of your army in yeah. three models. Yeah. It's just too big of a, my opinion, it's too big of a commitment. But if they were able to lower the points a little bit, maybe you can squeeze it in. You know, but I mean, I, and, and again, it's the thing Games Workshop does. They really do make, very beautiful models and they also go back and go wait this isn't balanced enough maybe it's too expensive maybe it's not strong enough and they do revisit their stuff so it will all play out in the end when when they see what list com- combinations people are doing and go oh no one's taking this or who someone unlocks something and this is way too strong they're good at that so i'm yeah. just waiting being patient so it was yeah so, so don't but don't not buy that i think if you buy it play the long game you probably will see some points adjustments you at we'll probably expect one in december um who knows who knows okay. but right now i think we all agree that um they're, they're interesting they bring an interesting dynamic they're cool models uh some of them are better than others but um i guess it's the trade-off what are you trading off and the the hacking crew probably is where if we were going to introduce one, that's where it would be introduced. It's, 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 I think it's at a good point value person. Yeah, I, I would wholly agree. Um, next up is uh, a Iron Sun specific hero. Now, obviously, you can take it, you can take it in any of them, but it is Iron uh, Sun's keyword lock, so it's not going to be able to benefit from blood tooths or big chopper rules. Uh, it's Zorog Anvil Smasher, which uh, is really neat. It's got its little anvil squeak, which is really cool. Uh, 160 points. It's a leader. It is unique, so you can't put artifacts and command traits on it. Uh, seven wounds, three up save, uh, a bunch of interesting rules. You can read this on the screen, but Scooter, where are you at with this particular war scroll? Do you uh, like it? Have you included it? Uh, what's it doing for you? So you talk about gets. Right back at all fantasy, baby. Me, me, Caleb, we had us a goblin army that was random and crazy, and you never knew what it was gonna do, but you just like, oh, when it worked, you're just like, I'm really sorry, bro. This is gonna suck for you. This guy is the coolest model that they put out, in, in my opinion. It, it it changes your damage output and, and it it and it helps you to play. I don't want to say like the long game. But you're now going, okay, maybe I don't charge in turn one, or maybe I take this flank with one unit of pigs and see what they do. Cause you're trying to get off the uh the um the, the green god, right? You're trying to go, you're trying to get it off. You just want to see if it hits. I love this model. I think the model not only looks cool, I think it's pointed appropriately, I think it's enough wounds, I think it's save is, is more than adequate. And I think it's something sitting back on an objective, not that it's gonna kill whatever charges it, it has a pretty cool attack profile. I, I don't mind the attack profile at all. It, it does some cool stuff, and I'm actually excited for this one because list combinations and different things we're trying to, you know, we're trying to do. You know, getting that four up, and all of a sudden you're doing mortal wounds and sixes is just like really cool. Because the one thing our army has is lots of attacks. It's like here comes a plethora of attacks. Okay, even if you roll low, take five mortal wounds before I swing in. It's still like, hey, take five mortal wounds. Like it's really cool. I'm glad they made it to where it goes on a four up and a two up for him, you know, but 
if it was a two up for everything, this thing would have to be at least 200 points. Like it, they would have to increase the point value. It's great. Well, I love it. Well, no, because it's a two up. So there's the option of, um, so one of my next questions is going to be, is when you've got Zorog, you can either arm it with the Ward Smasher Chopper, which is um, when you roll an unmodified hit roll of six with the Ward Smasher, uh, you will smash your opponent's wards and it'll stop them from using their wards for the rest of the battle. Yeah. Cool. Or the Tongs to get the two up. Yeah, let me get to that. Let me just get to that. That's that's what that's what the, the ward smasher does, and it's two attacks. So you're looking for a unmodified six to hit from hard. two attacks. Mm. Yeah, it, it it is hard. If it happens, yippee kaye. But <laughs> it, it you got two attacks, so go go get those weighted dice from the toilets in Elder Games or wherever, wherever it was that 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 forty k tournament. Grab those those dice and get those weighted dice because uh, it's a bit a bit skeptical on that one. But then the mm. other option is, alternatively, you can build it, and this is in the rules, um, you can build it with the Grunter Tong. So in your hero phase, you pick the one friendly Iron Jaws unit that's wholly within 12, and you roll the dice, you add two if it's armed with the Grunter Tong. So arm it with the Ward Smasher, it's on a four up. With the Grunter Tongs, it's on a two up. And... Uh, Basically, uh, until the start of your next hero phase, while this unit has the green hot tongs, unmodified hit rolls of six will cause one mortal wound in addition. There's that in addition, baby. So, oh. so first question, are you arming your Zorog with a Ward Smasher or a Grunter Tongs? I'm going to model it with the Ward Smasher because that's a way cooler looking weapon, but it's tongs all day. It's tongs all day. It, it, a two-up? Ah, here we go. Like it I mean nothing's guaranteed, but it's a two up. And I mean six pigs walking in. <laughs> here we go. It's just it's really good. It's really, really good. 160 points, really, really good. I wish you could have all of the weapons and you're just like a weapon smith with everything. But uh, the tongs are the tongs are hundred percent where it's gonna be. I don't think I, I don't see anyone actually playing, uh, unless some crazy ward thing happens where Games Workshop lose their mind and gives everything ward saves. I don't see them. It's going to be Tom's. It's worth if, you if you want this model to do damage, you're clearly going the ward smasher. You know, two attacks, threes, twos, ren minus two, three damage. That does damage. Awesome. The grunter tongs, not really. It's, you know, three attacks so four attacks fours threes no rend for one so it's basically do you want this as an attacking hero or do you want this as a support hero it, and i think you and i both agree that the support value is far greater than the attacks because the mortal wound generation is going to get you bigger bang for buck than two attacks with a rend two three damage three especially at movement four and are you really sending this hero down the field to go fight he's going to sit in the back like a war chainer move up slowly hold objectives Fight if he has to, right? But it's it's another, I mean, you don't want to say trick because it does what it does, but it's another utility piece that sits back and makes your army that much better. And it, it feeds into the wave approach of attacking where you're not full sending like the Iron Jaws player used to in the past where I would just full send everything and just fight. It's like, hey, I'm going to send pigs in and this. It, it allows you to have waves of of just attacks going. He, he's he's awesome. He's He's awesome. 
I think the challenge is, is it's competing as well with your war chanters and your mm -hmm. shamans, right? So if it's a support hero, which is what uh, it's sounding like we would both do, um, it's uh, where are you getting the points from? Are you swapping out one of your war chanters and you don't need one of your beats? Do you want it as uh, one less wizard? Uh, it's going to be less wizards. That, that, that's you. That's where you'd, you'd kind mm -hmm. of find the spot, the spot for it. For me, I'd be taking out... Um... Was it Scarsnick? That's the goblin guy. I think his name's Scarsnick. Uh, you mean Scragrot? Scragrot. There you go. I'd be All taking right, well, out Scragrot. All right. Well, that, that, that little spoiler, you've allied Scragrot in one of your lists. So, <laughs> poor old Scraggy. Although, yeah, Scraggy's, mortal, Scraggy's mortal wound spell is incredible. So, uh, it's it's very hard. It's I still have him. Well, we'll get to the list, but I still have him in. I have not taken him out. It's uh, if I put this guy in, what do I take out? Because you're right, like three pigs. I don't know no, if that's the answer. No, you know, it's like no. I'd have to drop a utility, and it can't be a war trainer. I need my, I need two to three. Like, he's so cool though, man. He's so good to two up. It's good. It's very good. Last question about this unit is um, who is the best recipients to receive the, the grunter tongs? Is it your piggies? Is it our boys? Is it brutes? Is it the, the rages or the weird, the weird rages? What thing is? It's definitely the pigs. What is it? Um, 22, weird 44 brutes. attacks, 44 attacks is you want attacks. So what has the most attacks? Six pigs. Here comes 44 attacks to come slamming into you. You know, I mean, everyone talks averages, right? But we've all spiked. We've all rolled low. You know, it, it's just 44 texts. Look for sixes and smile. The in addition part is amazing. It just increases the amount of damage. Yeah, that's brutal. I mean, even like the brute rages, right? They've got six attacks each. If you happen to reinforce them, mm -hmm. that's 12 attacks with the chain smasher. Um, that's that's a lot of attacks. Whole frost that to be you know, hitting on twos, for example, or ren minus three. Um, that's I, I can I can see the combinations. The only the only the only pushback to to doing it with brute it'd be a turn two thing, right? But with pigs, you're looking turn one. I'm gonna do this thing on them. We're gonna go and charge turn one. Here we go. Like turn two though, like the waves, like we're talking at a hundred points. 200 points of these guys. Here's a ton of attacks. I could run and charge, by the way. And that's the thing, right? If you just do it on pigs, your pigs are going to be out of range for turn two and beyond, or you're going to be spending your command point to get this just to be chasing like you're already doing with shamans. That's already hard enough. Mm -hmm. But if you have that second wave of brutes, rages, uh, a unit of three pigs that you kind of bring in later on, uh, it could be a, a second recipient. So, yeah. What is like it, 36 it. attacks reinforced? For 200 points, 36 attacks. Here we go. That's, oh, I mean, that's just barely off of the pig. So it's like, here we go. It's so good. I, lo I love this game in the theory hammer. And like, I have to play more games. I have to figure it out. You know, it's the best part. I, I do this a lot with my grot. So my, my loon boss on foot gives my stabbers this ability without the, uh, it's, it's when it issues all that attack. But the amount of attack generation I can get from a unit of 40 stabbers, oh. you know, when you start applying some of the buffs like fanatics and things like that, it's a lot of mortal wounds in addition. So the fact that when you do whole frost to get Ren minus three, for example, it's a bunch of mortal wounds plus a bunch of Ren minus three attacks mm -hmm. equals pain. Pain's a good word for it. <laughs> That's all it is. Well, like like you, you then 
you dead now. But <laughs> do, do, do you like this wall scroll? I certainly do. I, I think this I, is neat. I do. In, in I, I said something earlier, and I'm curious how you feel about it. When I first started playing, right, I didn't know how to read the war scrolls and figure it out. I just built my models. And I was like, how do I rep replicate a champion? I chose the, the Jagged Gore Hackers. But my whole unit was Jaguar hackers or my whole unit was choppers. I just needed to identify. I wonder how many people would tell me, hey, you don't have the right, you don't have tongs on them. You can't do tongs. And I don't think anyone in our community would say that, but it's a pretty model. I mean, I'll say it over and over, but they did good. Wheezy wig or what you see is what you get. You yeah. should be putting the togs on. Uh, if it's listed <laughs> on your your war scroll, I'm look. <laughs> am I going to if I am I going to lift this off the table like it's it's I play some interesting tournaments like if you feel that way bud I, I less care I less care about it at a hero level it's when you start getting into the nuance of for example you know a couple of idiots in the unit have mm. like a special weapon it's like okay well I need to easily be able to identify that that model and like it's that but like in an independent threat piece like this it doesn't really matter. I agree with you. Brutally honest. He said brutes. My brutes are, are brutes. actually correct. You know, but appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it is so hard for me right now. I want to buy this army. I, I, like Iron Jaws is that like that, that, that <laughs> slot that my army, like I'm a Destro boy. I've turned into a Destro boy and looking at these models and I, I'm, I'm, Dude, I'm that, getting that. I'm that's why the I love you. I just want to play Destruction. Right, like I think about other armies, I'm like, I just want to play ogres. And I think about another army, I'm, we have a giant army. I want to play gargants. Like, I don't want to play this other stuff. Uh, this model, I really like this model's aesthetics. Like when I saw that mask, I like I, I, I was blew my mind. I'm like, this is yeah, like <laughs> it's uh, it's bloody what's it, it's bane. bane, it's orc bane. It's orc bane. So. You got your odd boy big boss, so uh, a nice little niche that had to be filled, and we always have to get a small hero with every release of Games Workshop, which is neat. And here it is. Here's our minor hero. Uh, it is a, a a big boy's boss. Um, got you know interesting attack profile. It's nothing that special. Five attacks, threes, threes. You know, red minus one. Who cares? You know, basic profile moves four, three up safe, which is nice. Uh, six wounds, 100 points. I think the points is very generous. Like that, 100 points is good. Um, but it's got two interesting rules, one being that you can rally twice. So it can issue rally twice, which is cool. And uh, if you do it on Ard Boys as well, oh, sorry, you've got to do it on, uh, on Ard Boys. And if you do it on Ard Boys, you're doing them on fives instead of sixes, which is super neat. And then the other one is that you add one to the shield bash roll. So it'll turn your mortal wounds from a shield bash from a six to a five. Mm -hmm. uh, and the, there has been some changes to the Ard Boy, so we'll get to that when we get to that. Thoughts on the big boss? One, like we just said, beautiful. Cannot speak higher enough, beautiful. Two, I don't know the name of the guy, and I really apologize not knowing his name, but there's a gentleman in America somewhere that's been winning tournaments, going five and oh, playing, um, playing, our boys and brutes, or it's just brutes and just tying up objectives, sitting there till turn three, gaining gaining points and outscoring his opponents. It's not a list that's killing everything it plays, but it gets to the objectives, it stands on them, and it wins because of the you know battle tactics, grand strategy. It's awesome. 
this guy I think is going to be huge buff for that. So now I'm fooling around with Iron Suns list and like, okay, you know, take two of these guys, take three of these guys, take just 10 minions, our boys everywhere, run up to objectives, be the anvil holding things down. Like I personally think one of the funnest ways and, and most frustrating ways to play Gargants is you walk on objective. They go, Are you in charge me? No, I'm just going to sit on this objective. And they're like, uh, all right, I guess I'll charge you. Okay. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't, yeah, come on over. Like, I don't need to charge you. I'm just going to sit here and smile. I think this guy allows Iron Jaws to play in such a way where you're just walking forward. I'm just going to sit on these objectives. I have a three up save, two up if I get some spells off. Because now I can play with wizards. I can play with all sorts of stuff. I, I really like this model for that because of the double rally. You know, they come in, they beat you, they, they, they crump your unit, kill eight guys. You only have two left. They kill six guys over here. Okay, I'm going to flee combat. Okay, we'll roll off the next turn. Before you move around, I'm going to start to rally my guys again. It just lets you, like, hold a line. And this guy is really effective at holding lines. Like I, I like him. And like you said, his attack profile is not terrible. I mean, I'm not going to throw him in as a center solo guy to fight. But, again, his utility. In the shield bash, when we get to that war scroll, I really like the way it reads. Really like the way it reads. Like I, I love this guy. I think this guy's great. Another 100 points, easy. And I don't think he needs to be cheaper, which is rare for this update. I think 100 points is fine. Yeah, look, he could go. He could go 110, 120 mm -hmm. at most. But I think it's very fairly pointed. If I was running Ard Boys, I would not leave home without him. I feel like this is just natural synergy. And uh, there's a couple of things, right? Even if I ran one unit of Ard Boys, uh, when you look at the Iron Fisted Commander, if you only issue it once, it costs you nothing to issue that rally. Uh, on an Ardboy unit. If you issue it twice on an Ardboy unit, that's when it costs you a second. Co oh no, sorry, no, sorry, no, I lied. Sorry, I lied. Second, sorry, it's yeah. the second one. Sorry, there's a couple of ones, a couple of rules where the first one's free, second one's not. This one, no, the second one is free. So if I run two two units of Ardboys, then uh, not only am I getting uh, a rally on a five up, but I can also issue it twice. So it does mm. allow you to run two blocks and be. Yeah bringing back models and the rally on a five up though like say i really want to anvil i really don't want to be moved i'm making one block of 20 instead of two blocks of 10 i'm really going to sit on the center objective okay now i'm going to flee away i've lost seven guys i'm rallying my seven on five up i'm getting two three back i love them love love them yeah and i and Ard Boys, the only caveat to that would be that with the rally changes of only being able to get up to, what, 10 wounds, so um, you, can, you, can only, you can only get maximum of five guys. So uh, you would never go, you would never reinforce the Ard Boys to a unit of 30. You just, that's, just, that's just too much. Yeah. But you could do two units of 10 or one unit of 20, and that's very, very, very durable unit, uh, as, especially as if you're fleeing and uh, getting out of combat because it doesn't allow you to uh, rally in combat, which uh, would probably bring its points up. It's not flagellants. It's not um, zombies, but you sure as hell, that's a very durable unit. Yes. Yes. It, it does. It fills, it, it fills a position you need it to fill. It's not wasted. And that's, that's kind of why I like it. It does what, if you're taking our boys, it does what you need it to do. It's good. The other call out I'll just quickly make is that this is really a support hero, not a general, because it's also not a mega boss. So uh, I see this as like a sub commander who's supporting your backfield, not necessarily the general, because it's not going to really unlock you anything any extra by having it as a general. Yeah. 
Yeah. Unless, unless you wanted it because you wanted to be always generating extra command points while you throw up your more grunter gen, more grunter leader, or your more crusher, and you don't want to risk losing those extra commands later in the turn, later I, in the game. I think the artifact I like is it, it, arcane tome. Mystic Shield, your squad in front of it. And go, okay, I'm going to sit right behind it. Arcane Tome, Mystic Shield. Here we go. Oh, that, that would be brutal because that's, I think the value of the Ardboy boss is then kind of directly tied to what the value is of the Ardboys themselves. Mm-hmm. So as we mentioned at the top of the show, um, Ardboys mm-hmm. have had a war scroll change. So it used to be 80 points for uh, five. Now you must buy them in blocks of 10 and they are... 220 points currently for a block of 10. They're still battle line. Uh, they all now have shields, so it's not like three in every five or whatever it used yeah. to be are shields. So they now all have uh, the shields. And uh, I think there was another call out that I thought was really interesting is that there's no musician, so you don't get plus one to run and charge. Nope. Is that what it used to give you? Yep, yep, yep. But, I mean, again... Do you need plus one to run in charge? This isn't your hammer. This is your anvil. Like, okay. Like it, I mean, yeah, that'd be great to just have a little extra something, but in the end, oh boohoo. Like, all right, I'm not trying to charge with this. I'm trying to hold objectives. In in my opinion, right? Everyone plays how they play. Well, the role changed. Instead of it being the screen that's running up and, and tying up uh bodies and you know, just general being annoying, it's now truly being this defensive anvil. What do you what do you like about the new scroll? And is there stuff that you don't like about it? I I mean, we talked about points. The points I think are a little bit too high. If they were two hundred for ten, I'd be like, okay, okay, that's kind of fair. Two hundred for ten. Um, I I think because of the width of the base, you're almost always, in my opinion, you're almost always going to go stickers unless you have a different. If you want this to be a, a quasi screen for your stuff in the back where it's super wide, right? You just want to go as wide as possible, then you definitely go choppers. Um, I like the, I like that both of them have the shields and both both units have a three up save. So at any point, as long as you don't get bored, you could be a two up right away. You can mystic shield and be a two up, and then go to a one up to ignore one rend. Like the movement four has never bothered me. I, I at first I would think, oh, this is so slow, but with mighty destroyers, I'm going to get to you. I'm I'm coming. You know, don't worry. In three six charge from a war chainer. Here we go. Like we're we're coming over. Um, I like the stickers personally for the plus one rend. Um, an extra attack is great, but with one inch reach and squads at ten, you're gonna. I think you're gonna find times where you're not gonna be able to get everything into combat. But you can go a thick ten wide, march down the field with stickers. Everything's gonna fight. Everything's gonna go. And like we were saying earlier, the anvil man. You know, two attacks with uh. With 20 guys, I mean, that's 40 attacks. Let me look for sixes. You know, and here goes 40 attacks for sixes in addition. And then your shield bash, if you have the one guy, it happens. You swing, you fight, you kill things, and then you shield bash again. If they don't move out of combat, you just shield bash again. It's, it's, I, I find it to be a solid army. The points are a little bit high, but I still think it definitely has a place. It definitely still has a place in, in some of the armies. I unfortunately do not think. This will take the place of my brutes, right? Um, I wish it did. If it was a little bit lower in points, it possibly could. Are the points enough of a difference? Because you have mentioned the points on this particular one, and the points have moved considerably since the old war scroll. 
is 220 enough to stop you from running them completely? Or is it just more of a like a, look, they're still really good. It's just that I'd like them to go down a little bit. And I think everyone would yeah. agree that most it's, armies wanted to go down a little. Yeah, it's a boohoo. That's all. It's like still, oh, woe is me. I had this awesome unit, that, that three up saved, two, two wounds each. Oh, why couldn't it just be 150 points? Like I've heard people say some crazy stuff. But I, I've been messing with lists and stuff, and, and I think there's definitely slots for this particular unit and a lot of the armies to still, because in the end of the game, it's about points. I need to grab objectives. I need to hold points. I need to do this. It's not about going out and killing your opponent. You know, and, and that's how people have to start changing the way they play. It's, there used to be a bunch of alpha strikey armies. It's not about that anymore. you got to be able to get your tactic, get your grand strategy, hold points. And this unit, I think, fills a really cool gap that can allow you to start holding points and, and, and moving down the field slowly. You know, it's, it's good. You know, I was just rereading the, um, the, the uh, what's it called? What's your, the sub-faction? Uh, the Choppers. Because you, you rarely see them, right? Like, it's always Iron Suns or Blood Tooth. So I was just reminding myself, because the Choppers allows you to issue uh, the War Chanter's ability to three different Brutes or or Ardboy units instead of one. Uh, and that is your uh, pick a unit wholly within 15 until your next hero phase add plus one damage um, to melee. So that's, you know, even if you, even if you just have them as a pure anvil and they didn't charge, so they didn't get plus one attack or didn't get plus one rend, depending on how your weapon loadout is, Getting plus one damage, so getting all of those to damage two. Yep. To two different squads at the same time. To three, if you squeeze them in, it's going to be two. Yeah, I, I've that was that was two of the games I've played so far with them, and it's been very effective walking down the field when I get my charge off. You know, my destroyers go eight, three to six charge, plus one damage. It's been effective. It's been very, very effective. So what? So you can still run your pigs, and I know you have a real preference to pigs, but there is actually a real viable list here running a Ardboy heavy focused, chuck them in choppers, uh, you know, tap, tap into the War Chanters with the beats as well as the Violent Fury, uh, the, the, the boss we just spoke about with the five-up rally and being able to issue commands twice. Like there's actually a really nice little package there that you can tap into and pigs aren't the sole answer, whether it's big pigs or small pigs, like your more grunter or your, your gore grunters. I'm, I'm starting to feel that there's a couple of interesting list varieties now with these new wall scrolls. There, there are. There, there certainly are. And what I like is it's not just the characters. Like, oh, I'll take these characters. There's some units you can throw into your army. Go, hey, check this out. Like, I could do some different stuff now. It, especially, I, I feel, with these guys. Just... The three up save for a battle line unit, like we've never had it. It's so cool. It's just a different way to play. And there's a lot of armies that, so Bliss Barb Archers, you know, they shoot you. Oh, it's Ren 1. Okay, well, I'll have a three up save because I'll all out defense because I'm not going to let you just kill my unit. You know, it, it gives you that that defensiveness you need from a lot of the new stuff. You know, uh, what I net Deepkin, they got a huge buff and their archers hurt you too. It's like, okay, I have a two up save. Yeah, it's, it's just, different it just hits different in my opinion it's what's neat what's neat as well i'm just re i'm just refreshing myself uh is you know even the the get and beat you know being able to do a 3d6 charge so more more reliably getting that plus one attack or plus one rend on the the choppers or stickers uh in addition to everything else we've just spoken about 
again, it's just reinforcing there is good options here if you want to build into it. Lots of good options. Lots of good options. Great job on this this war scroll. Yeah, I, I really like it. I really like the new model. I like the point. The, the points could go up, go down. A 220, it could steep, go anywhere. But... Anywhere from like 190 to 230 is kind of the swing. But mm-hmm. even at 220, I think it's still, I, I would I would not not run them because it's 220. Yeah. And the thing, like, like we talked about, the thing I like is it's an Iron Jaws army. We're all about damage. You have your guarantees. Here's a war chainer. You have your guarantees. Here's my walk turn. Like you have those. People forget. I don't know why they, they talk about, well, statistically, it just does this much damage. Okay. Well, statistically, I can give them plus one to hit. Like, statistically, I can give them plus one damage. What are you talking about? It got confused yeah. with me. Yeah. Statistically, I don't fail as many of my annihilated <laughs> charges, which is a seven up re rollable. Oh. Statisti- statistically, I fail them more than I hit them. And there's a direct correlation between the games that I win with Stormcast, which is when I hit my annihilated charge, versus the games that I lose. And they are always when I fail the annihilated charge. So <laughs> the amount of times, like I think it was a tournament once where four games in a row, I failed the seven inch re rollable charge. I'm like, how mm. does this happen? Like, this is ridiculous. It's, it's funny because, like, you see it like Caleb sees it, where I'm never mad about dice rolls. What I get mad about is when. I well honestly I misread like a war scroll and it's better than it should be and now I'm thinking about man how bad did that impact the game that was like two years ago oh boy oh wait my thing doesn't do that anymore or my opponent misreads their war scroll and you find out later dude you don't do that oh well that's the only time I was like oh man this is an open source game I messed up a rule like shoot brother brother I can't I can't do dice rolls because I'm a gits player right there's been times where my old mangler squeak who does a 4d6 move would roll off so a 3d6 would do a four inch move I'm oh. like how do I how do I roll two ones and a two like how, how does that happen anyway it's the worst sorry it's a dice game. As a destruction player, you just accept that it's like uh, gambling. It's purely yep. like just roll the dice and hope for the best. Yep. What isn't a gamble, and this is a wonderful segue, I'm a real professional here, is these brute rages. Now, holy shite, have I seen some lists which are just like nothing but brutes. So these are a new unit. Uh, it's a combination of this one and there is a weird brute. Then we'll talk about these ones first. Um, three wounds apiece, five up save. Uh, it does have some good damage. Uh, they are elite. They can issue their own commands. I think one of the reasons people love them is obviously the fact they can run and charge, which is super neat. No, mo- no mo- momentum score required. Uh, and the unmodified hit rolls of sixes cause three mortal wounds but the sequence does end, so it's not in addition. 100 points. This feels like a bargain. Where are you at with the Brutes? The Brute All right. Rages. All right. The big plus. There's there's two, in my opinion, big pluses that, that's a big positive. They're, they're groups of three. So if you reinforce them, you don't worry about coherency. You're just going wherever with these units. Big plus. The run and charge. Huge plus because now we're literally talking about 14 inches slower than pigs, but 14 inches. I'm coming down the field three to six charge. I'm charging whatever I want to charge on the walk turn. You're good there, too. I like almost all of their weapon profiles for very different reasons. If I was going to be taking them as a, a addition to my army, I personally would be taking the brute, brute uh, 
uh, what a, the, the, the crush, bone the shattering strike, uh, the rune crushes. Because here comes 90 dice or 18 dice. I'm going to roll them, say you roll just average, and I roll three sixes. That's nine mortal wounds you're doing right there. And mortal wounds are king. While there is a bunch of things that do mortal wounds, it's not as prevalent as people make it out to be. And here, here comes these guys. I don't mind that it stops the, uh, the, the the sequin ends because then I think it'd be a little too overpowered. Like, I'm going to keep swinging. Now here comes D3 more damage. But you're getting that max D3 and it's Mortal Wounds. I love it. The only thing I wish is that, especially a group like this where they're ragers, I wish they would come off a of board edge. I wish they would come out of a jungle. I wish they would do something like that and say you, you deploy nine inches away and you get a run move. Right, something like that. Okay, I'm nine inches away. I get a run move. Say I roll a one. Now I'm eight inches away. Let me try to charge you. Give me a cooler trick with the brutes. My problem, right, and and it's a very little problem. For forty more points, I have six more wounds and a more guaranteed attack profile. From pigs? No, no, from brutes, from regular brutes. All from regular brutes. I have an additional armor. I have six more wounds. I have a way more reliable attack profile. But the run and charge, in my mind, it's like, I got to play. Like, I got to play. I got to throw six of these in. I got to throw 12 of these in. I got to throw freaking 18 of these in. And just, here I come. I'm running down the field. I'm going to tag all three of these. So run down the field. Go with the guaranteed six because I can have three units that just move six, six, six. Here we go. Like, I'm going to swing them into you. I, I definitely see the value. This is one of the units that I really want to play. Obviously, you can throw them into a, a, a math generator and will tell you which weapon profile is technically the best. But I love the, the Brute Crushes. I think it's going to be awesome. And our armies that, that we're weak against are things like OBR that have crazy save stacking. Well, here, okay. You can have your minus, you know, your, your one-up save. Take nine mortal wounds. Took the words out of my mouth is I was going to say is you have Ren for days. It is the mortal wound generation, especially when you're not charging that you struggle with and getting some mortal wounds. I would actually agree with you. And I was going to ask you what were your favorite weapon loadout? And there are some interesting options. We talked about, you know, the a six attacks from the chain smasher when you uh, put on some extra benefits that we literally just spoke about. Mm-hmm. But I do think the bone smash shattering strike through the, the brute crusher. Yeah, it's only rend minus one for D3 damage, but you're not taking it for that. That's just supplementary bonus of damage. It's looking for those sixes. Uh, for, for three mortal wounds. And if you can pull off two or three of those, uh, that's a lot of damage from 100 points. 100, that's nothing. It, the other thing, because we talk about like guarantees, the other thing I think is good, if you take that weapon profile, you're not worried about war chainering these guys because it's not going to, if you roll a six, it's not going to do four mortal wounds. It says right there, it does three. It doesn't do any additional mortal wounds. It tells you how many it does. Yeah, so you can't war chainer them. Now, if the ones that did roll a six go through, sure, it's going to be D3 plus one, but it gives you more things to run for. And at 100 points, man, that's awesome. Like, I I, I don't like the five up, but that's because I've, I've been living in four world for five years now. So it's like maybe I, I, I do for five up. 
but they are three wounds and yep. i think that's the key right like when i look at this i think my my mind goes to fanatics i think of my goblin fanatics which are one wound idiots they do a lot of damage when they get in and you don't run them up the board like i i, I hide them obviously in a unit of, of stabbers but for you it's almost like you have your unit of art boys and then from the flanks or from behind it, you then kind of spread out, run and charge into combat. Yep. You know, you've protected them as best as you can, and then you you do a bunch of mortal wounds or high rend, depending on which weapon loadout. And you often, are, and the reason I would be taking these is you're trading up. Mm -hmm. You know, when this unit dies, it's 100 points. But when you're killing stuff and you're going in and chipping down that monster to uh, a much lower weapon uh, attack profile and your pigs can clean it up or you are taking out a, a key threat piece or pinning down a threat piece, it's 100 points. You're trading up. You're denying people a, a, a battle tactics. You're stopping people from getting on objectives. You're killing things. And it's 100 points. It's just 100. I mean, be the opponent. I have all these cool magic spells I'm going to cast. Here's a big cabbage. Here's a this. Here's this. Or here's two units of brutes. Are you going to cast your big spell at this nine wounds? Or are you going to cast it at this guy? What, what do you want to hit? It's cool. It, it's it's cool. I, I need to play is the thing. I, I will just call out that these are no. there are no ways to make these battle line. Mm -hmm. um, so it means that the maximum unit size you can get is is six, six which actually six for 200 points is is great it's uh, a good uh unit to rally uh mm. it's a big footprint um for having six of these as you mentioned coherency as well uh you don't have to worry as much now that coherency rules have changed yeah 20 percent of your army in two squads of six does not sound bad 20 percent of your army with two squads no, of six Oh, two, yeah, two squads of six. Yeah, two squads of six. That's kind of scary. And, and like you said, it's all about control, right? Uh, put them on the flanks. I'm coming at you. Here we go. Like, I, I love it. I, I love it. I'm happy. These are cool. These are cool. I, is, are you running them? Are you going to be running them in your list? I will be running these, yes. Cool. All right, and we'll, we will share a couple of your lists, so uh, that's like a loaded question. The other, the other loadout for this, so this is the same unit um, when you buy the box, it's just a different loadout. It is 25 points more, uh, same rules apply, can't be battle line, uh, so you can only reinforce them to a maximum of six, is the Weird Brutes. Now, the difference here is with the Weird Brutes is you only get the Chain Smasher options, you, you've got no other different options. Uh, they are uh, interesting rule, they can still run and charge, but mm -hmm. what they get is this ward of five up when they're within three inches of an enemy. So outside of three, no ward for you. Inside of three, five up. Uh, and they also have a rule where unmodified hit rolls for attacks when it's a six, if it's targeting a unit with 10 or more models, uh, it scores two hits. So it has exploding sixes as opposed to generating mortal wounds. Mm -hmm. So first off, let's talk just this, the war scroll. Do we like the war scroll independently? I think the investment to make it reliable is too high. To make Explain. this, they hit on fours, wound on fours. You're gonna miss half your attacks, then you're gonna miss half your wounds. And to invest into making them a reliable, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna kill this unit. You're you're talking, you know, am I gonna use my you know, am I using command points to give him plus one to hit? Am I going to use my triumph to give him plus one to wound? Do I want to pop off a, a a damn terrain to give him plus one to hit? You know, there are only three wounds. 
Um, as a Iron Suns player, or Iron Suns, Iron Jaws player, you don't want to be in combat at the end of your combat phase. You want to go in, kill what you touch, and be standing there ready to charge the next turn. If you're within three, you only have a five up save. I mean, it's a five up, five up, right? But you're, you really only have a five up ward save against anything that's decent, you know? I don't see these guys being reliable enough to be worth taking. I do love, like we said, that they can run and charge. You know, you pop into a block of zombies. It's like, here we go. You're going to you're gonna do a lot of damage to some zombies, but then they're going to pop back on you and say they just roll three. Well, they just killed one of your dudes, and they're just zombies. They're all going to come back anyway. You know, if, if this unit can walk up and wipe the unit of zombies, worth it. Let's do it. But that's not what they do. You know, they walk up, they kill a couple, then they stand there. I was going to ask you, is this the answer to zombies? I imagine like with your piggies, when you run into zombies, like it's a, it's a bad trade, right? You, you probably rarely win that trade when you put the six pigs. Oh, I mean, it depends. It obviously depends, right? It depends. It depends. Let me, let let me depend. Um, What I was going to say was if you put a unit of weird brutes into the zombies, which is probably the, the highest horde kind of unit you're going to face into, Three's not going to kill zombies. Six is probably not going to kill the unit of 40 zombies. So you're throwing away 250 for, and they're just going to regenerate at the end a, of combat. A unit so. that will smile, like, okay, thanks for charging me. Like, I mean, that's the zombie thing. Zombie thing is like, yeah, come on over. You could kill my whole squad. Half of me are coming back in a second. And you're also not going to be able to get to that, um, the corpse card at the back. So, you know, the green rage. So you go into that unit of zombies and I, and obviously, you know, cities might bring back hordes, gets is bringing back hordes, but we're using zombies because they're the most durable of the, of the versions, right? Um, you've got six attacks each. So let's say it's a unit of three that is statistically going to generate you three extra attacks, just, just pure statistics. Yep. So, uh, but as you mentioned, um, without any buffs uh you're failing half of the hits rolls you're failing half the wound rolls so you're really wounding with what four to five uh, attacks yeah like uh, if you generate some extra attacks yeah you're probably oh, yeah, getting yeah. around the, sure. the yeah. four to six four to seven mark uh on average you're yeah, killing 14 zombies. two damage but that's not even half the unit and yeah, you've got a five-up ward, but it's probably not doing what you wanted to do in your head. Like, when you see this, you think of it clearing a horde. Yep. Yep. I don't see it clearing uh, a horde. Yeah, even, like, my, my goblin stabbers. Like, if you put this into my weird... If you put these with, weird brutes into my stabbers... With your nets hitting on fives. And then with my nets coming in, like, I actually would feel okay as, as a goblin player. I'd be like, eh, it's going to be annoying, but I'll just remove some models, rally back on fours, and I'll hit you back with yep. a bunch of stabby mortal wounds. From a war perspective, like I'm on the other side of this battle, this is the least intimidating thing on the field. Mm. Okay, all right, I'll go focus on that. It's just, in, in my mind, it's just the least intimidating thing on the field. This, I'm not even considering this, playing it. This is what I'd be concerned about. This, as you've mentioned, I'm sold. This, I'm not seeing the value just yet. And I don't know if it's a points thing. I don't know if points are alone. If this was the same points, let's say it was 100 versus 100, um, the, the Brute Rages versus the Weird Brutes, I still think the Brute Rages win every single day. I like the fact that they give them a 5 up ward save. If they ignored everything after the 5 up ward save, this is a better unit. If 
while it is is all gone okay cool i got a five foot board save unit let's see what it does but because you add that to it i don't want to if i'm in combat i'm dying anyway if historically if my pigs charge into you or my brutes charge into you and i don't clear what i fight well you probably just kill what i trust you with i think part of my issue with this unit mm -hmm. is the green rage being restricted to 10 or more models yes I think if this was five, if this was five or more models, I think it would be a much different conversation, because like when you go up against a unit of Stormcast, for example, the units are five. Mm -hmm. When you go up against you know OBR, the units are three to six. Mm -hmm. If you go up against like there's a lot of units that are sitting yeah. in that that six, you know they're not at tens. And I'll be honest, I don't even like the second half. I think it's just say if un I would say if the unmodified hit roll for attack made with these units is six. It goes off twice. Well, that, 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 that would obviously make it even better. But I'm just saying, even the ten is just yeah. super restrictive. Like it's witch it, elves, it it's it's stabbers, it's a bunch of soul like grave lords, maybe more tech guard, some mm -hmm. cities. Like it's a handful of units, and for everything else, it's like, yeah, yeah. But like you said, I mean, it, it, the green hot rage or whatever the 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 green the tongs, tongs on this. I mean, six attacks a piece, like we said in the beginning. Okay, here's some here's some mortal wounds and it pops off the attack twice and okay, so I'm increasing my damage. I just I don't think they can kill what they're meant to kill is is my only problem. Yeah, although like you, you could do killer beat as well to give mm -hmm. them plus one to their um, their hit, hit. rolls. Mm -hmm. You could give them three d six charge through get and beat. You could heal them with fix and beat to kind of like just just be in combat and just keep grinding and pinning and you know with the five up ward. It could be a nuisance piece actually. Like it could be just get in, pin something, five up ward, three wounds each, you know, a high enough bravery, they're probably not going to battle shock off it. You don't have to worry about that. Uh, if they're in combat, use a fix and beat to kind of, oh, no, 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 yeah, you, you, could keep heal, you could heal them up because it's not hero. It's not a hero heal. It's just a unit heal. So, And they're pretty. I mean, <laughs> they have not missed one one sculpt yet. They're, they're a pretty unit. All right. Fair to say, not right now. Yeah. No. Not right now. All right, that's the new. That's all the new War Scrolls, and we probably went a lot longer than I thought we were going to go to. This is insane. So we're gonna we're gonna go through this at rapid speed, and not not complete rapid yep. speed, but like we you know, probably let's get to the good stuff. So let's good. talk about the Armies of Renown. So Armies of Renown, for anyone who doesn't know, is a treat them as a sub faction that's probably the easiest way to describe it. So you've got your you know your traditional Iron Sons, yada yada yada. This is a completely different one. Now, the caveat here is that if you use a, uh, a Grunter Stampede, every model has to be from the Auric War Clans and have either the More Grunter or Gore Grunter keyword. So no Ard Boys, no of the no Brute Rages, no, no War Chanters, no Allies. It is purely More Grunter or Gore Grunter. That is it. Scooter, what's your thoughts here? Uh, does that feel too restrictive for you far too restrictive far Why? far too you take away every trick you even 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 with the, the your momentum doesn't degrade the first battle round cool still it's it's extremely restrictive you know it's i don't see how you i i've tried we we talked before i'm sitting there like okay six pigs six pigs okay wait i don't have war chairs 
wait, I don't have a mega boss to move three things down the field. Okay, maybe the pigs aren't the way. Maybe all big pigs. Let's see what big pigs can do. And I just honestly, I, I've tried. I, I've theory hammered it. Maybe I got to play it. Throw some like old school, throw some piece of paper out there and run it around to see if I like it. But I, I think it's too restrictive. You lose all of your tricks. And you also do lose it. And just to call out as well, one of the other things is you must use the abilities on this page and then the page I'm going to show you. So you can't use Destroyer. You can't use your mega, your, your mega boss rules even if you wanted to. Uh, you can't use your beats, as you've mentioned. Uh, there's It's literally just what is here. You can use your, your universal stuff, but uh, even your grand strategy and your battle tactics either have to come from the General's Handbook or uh, these particular the rules. Yeah. Yeah, you can't use like your traditional war uh, grand strategy, which I know is very popular for all players. Can't use it. Yeah. But let's not be a negative Nancy here. Let's let's look or negative coach. Um, what do I get? What do I get off the back if if I did do a gore grunt a, a grunt a stampede? So there's a couple of key rules that I get. There are three rules, and I get a new set of monstrous rampages. So. High level, uh, Gore Grunter, the Grunter War, once per battle in the charge phase, you basically call down a war. Uh, ba uh, if you do so until the end of that phase, each time a friendly uh, more Grunter unit finishes a charge move, uh, on a three plus, they take D3 mortal wounds if you're for every unit within one inch. The other couple of rules, and then I'll get Scooter to respond, you can make Gore Grunter units battle line. No, Fred, is it Gore Grunter? Is that, if I, have I said that wrong? Have I, have I typed that up wrong? That no. doesn't look right. Is that right? I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, no, it's right. Yep, yep. Friendly Gore Grunter units um, gain the battlefield, battle line battlefield role. And uh, I had this panic that I, I, I retyped <laughs> re the whole internet. And then finally, uh, you don't, in the first battle round, you don't subtract one from the momentum score for your more Grunters. So, Three sets of rules. Mm -hmm. This is what we're currently trading off our other allegiance abilities. Do you like any of these, or what are your thoughts so far? Before, oh no, for sure. If if you're if you're a person who's gonna, I want to jump in with these big pigs all the way and try to make it work. Every one of these rules. I mean, the wog is a little weak, but every one of these rules is going to help you achieve the goal you're trying to achieve. I need to get down the field. I need to fight. I need to increase my momentum score. Uh, you know, I want to have you know bigger units of gore runners. I want to I want to have three and three. I want to throw them down the field. You know. Every one of these rules help you. The I like that they kept on a three up every unit within one inch because that's one of the unique things about pigs. They charge in and oh, I tag three units, I get a roll of two up, two up, two up. Well, this thing is I get a roll of d3, d3, d3. Like, I do think that's really, really cool. I think that's going to be useful, but I, I mean, the other, the other. The other walks are just a little bit better. I mean, four boards saving my entire army. If you're bone splitters, you know, I get a fight with this many units. If you're if you're cruel boys and plus one to rent and plus one to charge with iron jaws, it's just it's just a little more useful than this. But I mean the D3 mortal wounds, you can go in and, and rack up some damage if this is the type of army you're trying to play. You know, and you did you did complain earlier when we reviewed the uh more grunters that they didn't have impact mortal wounds. So yes. this does bring that to the party if you go into a grunter stampede. So uh do you need them? I guess obviously this is where it's like, do I bring the more grunter in a in a blood tooth or do I bring it into the gore grunter stampede? Pros and cons. And I think I think both of us probably agree that they're uh avoiding the subtraction of the momentum score. Is probably the big win here because 
you know, it's hard enough to get your momentum score up. It degrades pretty quickly as per the current rules. This is going to keep your momentum score higher than if it was out. The same units were in a, a different sub faction. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I agree. Like, let's bring it up. But again, just because the way it reads, like this, in my opinion, doesn't become a turn one charge army. It's kind of like, let's wait till turn two. Okay. How do you hold objectives? What tactics do you get? I have no casting. I have to take arcane tome to try to get magical dominance to get one easy tactic. Like, you know, just the, the, the not, not losing momentum turn one is huge. It lets you get up there. So turn two, here I come. It's a big trade. It mm -hmm. is a big trade. When you, when you're thinking about your allies, you're thinking about the other units that you can't bring in, how, 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 how can you run your army? And you are someone who runs a lot of gore grunters. So if anyone I thought could kind of see through and, see the opportunity i thought you'd be able to go right well yeah i could do this but yeah I'm, I'm currently not sold but obviously a lot of fun right now i still think i would rather the other sub factions i'd still rather iron sons i'd still run rather blood tooths personally right now. right now but everything's subject to change so of course of course and the final thing uh before we get into the other rules is you do have two special monstrous rampages uh greedy gobble is uh if you have a momentum score of three or less pick one enemy unit within three inches roll the dice if the roll is at least double that model's wound characteristic it's slain the other one is charge down so uh carry this monstrous rampage if you've made a charge move and uh the unit has not had doesn't and the unit and is not in a unit with multiple models. So hitting a single monster, a single hero, mm -hmm. so one model. Uh, that model can make a D6. No, no. Oh, sorry. The model that made the charge this turn. So when you reinforce your double grunters, that, okay, that couldn't do this monster. Trait. Sorry. That's that's what it reads. Uh, that model can make a D6 move, but it must finish its move within three inches. So it's basically like some of the gits rules where you can kind of hop away and move around and then you add one to the momentum score so uh thoughts on these two um the first one is just a hard hard pass i'd rather stomp um or roar it's just a hard pass the second one you're giving up your um uh breach the liner the one where you charge through because it's going to be one of those two guys uh, who are going to be doing this one and you're really going to give up carve the path to do this one uh, i don't I don't see it now. What this does do is it, it gives you an extra six inches or a D six inches of movement plus your three inch pile in to get to something further away. So it gives you even more movement shenanigans to try to get around something if they're trying to screen something out. So it gives you more utility that way. I do like it and I can see a use for it, you know, but let, the first one I, I just think is not good enough. Let me challenge you on that one. Sure. You, you mentioned earlier that the more grunter gouger, which has the strike last, mm -hmm. um, monstrous rampage was was not very attractive could this more grunter gouger be a good recipient to charge down because 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 oh. it, it doesn't because it doesn't have cars that carve the path in 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 the the stampede that strike last is going to be awesome because of the amount of attacks we do so it's like hey i'm going to stop i'm going to make you make you strike last while this unit does what it got to do I can, though, however, like you said, if you had one of those guys, let me go ahead and use this. Let me bounce to the side. You know, let me get that that small little character. You know, I, it's just the, the charge down, I think, is fine. I think it's going to help you. It's just 
the greedy gobble. I don't. I don't see how. I just don't see what that does for you. Let me pick up one. I, I guess I'm. If a purse is dumb enough to stretch their stuff, and you can make it to where they can't pile in, and you can just you kill one guy in the middle or a champion. I mean, that's actually kind of funny. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is that's generous. Kind of Pick one, one model within three inches. So if you can get to that banner bearer, that champion, there's yeah. something. There's there is some some tech in there, but I think the the question is: is this better than raw stomp, titanic jewel, smash to rubble? Well, everything's a monster, so you're going to pretty much get every monstrous reaction you want with this army. You're doing them all. You are doing them all, so that's yeah. not bad. Not bad to have a couple of options as a Gargan player. I know that I run out of monstrous rampages, uh, and it's worth and it, and it is worth calling out as well that these these are uh, these monstrous rampages are not available in Iron, yes. uh, Iron Suns, Blood Tubes, yada yada yada. Okay, so so far, interesting rules. Not convinced yeah. completely to completely change your Iron Suns into a Grunter Stampede, but if you did, you have a couple of extra rules. Uh, first one I'll do is the command trait. So as I mentioned earlier, the uh, Tusk Boss is not a Mega Boss, so you can't use any Mega Boss stuff. It means you have one and one only general command trait. You obviously do have what's in the the General's Handbook and the Core Rulebook, so you do have those things. Uh, although General's Handbook doesn't help you right now because they are all in Torian Locuses. But you do have Monster Hunter, so you improve the Ren characteristic of the Pig Hackers by one if it targets and targets enemy monster. Why are they going to add that? Why are they going to add that? Here's my one command trait. It's very situational. Would you like it? <laughs> no, just I wouldn't one. like it. It's better than Master of Magic, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's just... Oh, boy. Well... <laughs> Speaking of the trend of one, you've also got one artifact, which again for tusk bosses, so no destroyer for you. But you can get Dub Boom Skull, which uh, the bearer can issue commands uh, to friendly units on the battlefield. That's pretty good. In addition, each time the bearer issues a command, you can pick one enemy unit within three, and on a three plus, it takes a mortal wound. That's not it, bad. It's not bad because it turns. It can turn all of your your command dice you use into mortal wound mortal wound mortal wound and you can really start to like pick on some things um especially high armor safe stuff you know things that you're gonna have a hard time getting through i i i don't i don't mind this you know especially since your options are so limited it the, the board wide it allows you to play the flank game but it allows you to use momentum right like in my mind that the thought of momentum is your your pigs are running all over the place you're not going to be a one concise squad. You're not going to be castled. So it allows you to really open up your options. Now, you can't issue, you know, the same command three times, but you still pick on some stuff. I think it, I think it becomes helpful with the more grunter gouger because it's not elite, so it needs to be babysat. Yes. And you don't want to be hugging your general with this model. So being able to issue a command anywhere on the board can be actually really helpful. Yeah. I do like it. I, I mean, it's one of those things I read. I was like, oh, that's neat. Board-wide command. Because you're you. we all got the bubbles. We have our tape measure. Like, am I within 18? It's like, go. Go, child. Go forth and conquer. It's it's super helpful. Yeah. The reason you're probably taking the Gore Grunter Stampede, though, is because you get three um, monster amount traits, which is super neat, right? Proper mm. art, proper nasty, and proper wild. I'll let I love the read. names. They're, they're, they're a lot of fun. So basically, proper odd uh, when this unit is, is targeted for an attack, 
basically uh, rend one goes to rend nothing. So this does not reduce rend by one, folks. Uh, I know this personally from Gargans. They have the glowy shield of protection. It's purely turning rend one into rend nothing. It doesn't turn two to one. Cool. The other two is add plus one to hit rolls and wound rolls for attacks made with melee weapons by this unit's mounts. Uh, if any wounds or mortal wounds were allocated to this unit in the same phase. And then finally, at the end of the enemy charge phase, before any monstrous rampages are done, uh, if it's more than three inches from all enemy units, but within 12... Blah, 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 what? I can do a charge. Uh, what? At the, end of the end of char at the end of the enemy charge phase, before monstrous rampages are carried out, if this unit... So basically, if this unit's not in combat, but it is within 12 inches, it's almost like a, um, a permanent version of... Iron um, uh, on the mighty destroyers, like you know how you can make yep. that that hero phase move. This is just allowing you to do a, a, a charge enemy charge phase charge, like a counter charge yep. uh, on a on a three plus. So you get three of them. It, so it's, it's not even a choice. Like I get three. You get three. You put them on. Uh, Papa Wild is is in my opinion clearly like the the winner of these. I was going to ask you to rank them. Like how would you rank them? So Papa Wild, I agree with you. Cream Papa Nasty is the second one. And proper art is okay, you know. Agreed. You know, but I mean, the only downside of nasty, obviously, is they have to wound you for this to take effect. So you have to let them hit you first. But you're not gonna swing with everything. But yeah, proper wild is pretty interesting. I, I like the anything that lets you interact during third turn, like shuffle up the game, is really fun uh, trick, a really fun thing to do to people. What, one thing I will say in the, the defense of proper art is being able to, let's say, for example, put it on a tusk tusk bo tusk boss on the more grunter. Um, if you charge into something that you know has rend minus one at most, mm -hmm. you know, popping on a mystic or a mystic shield if you had arcane tome, or if you put an, you know a titanic titanic shield, um, finest hour, you know. Going in, having that two up safe because it's a base of three, ignoring rend minus one because it turns into into nothing, yeah. and you still issue all that defense. If oh no, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't issue all that defense. Um, but if it's just a flat two up safe, like you could absolutely do some damage and know that you were going to survive this and survive yeah. it very well, almost un, unscathed. Well, like you said, it, it it does your job, right? Like oh, most battleline units are rend one. It's like okay, I'm gonna charge a battleline unit. I'm going to beat it up. If I don't kill it all, it's all right. I'll kill it next turn. You're not going to do any damage to me. Everything has a place. And I don't think any of these mount traits are not takeable, right? They're all takeable. It's just, you know, you obviously you rank them and you figure out which ones you like the most. I mean, I can see games where art is the best one because everything is rend one. Suck it. You're not getting me. You know what? I'm going to change my opinion. I think it's wild, then art, then nasty. Then nasty. I think that's... I think nasty just because you've got to suffer the mortal wound or the wound in order to get the plus one to hit plus one to wound. So, yep. um, and that's only for the mounts attacks, not for all the attacks. So you're probably right. It, it, you know, live change right here. Wild art and nasty live change. You don't have to agree with me. Like, no, it's just you're right I, though. You're, you're right. Cause it's, I have to choose to let you hit me for me to get my thing. And it's a very limited amount of attacks that your pig has. It's not all the attacks. Hmm. It was all the attacks. Nasty would be my second favorite, but it's only the pigs. Proper nasty could be good on a on a gouger, right? Because it has the worst save of the bunch, 
Uh, it's probably going to be a bit more independent. So you could, you know, soak up a couple of wounds on it and, you know, obviously pincer it and get it uh, to it be attacked by a limited amount of models. But you know a couple are going to go through. Boom. Um, it's, 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 it's just it's the, the tusks and the trotters. Like you're not sacrificing the, uh, the, what's it called, the killer choppers because it doesn't have killer choppers. Yeah. And, and the other thing to remember is most armies get one mount trait. This gives mm. you three. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I like it. It's like um, old, uh, what's it called? Uh, or, uh, ogres. Ogres get the three mount traits, right? If you're in the sub-faction. Yep. It's, it's interesting. Grand strategy, you've got one. So you don't use your generic orc ones. It is uh, head of the herd. So when the battle ends, you complete the grand strat. If your general had a momentum score of six at any point during the battle and has not been slain. Thoughts on this one? It's the has not been slain part is the problem. Yeah. Because like if in this one, right, you're not losing momentum in turn one on either side, right? So if you can roll a, a four, a three plus, you'll, you'll be on four and yeah, your attrition down to three, but like there's probably, a, there's a good chance that you'll keep you're going to run at some point. and be above four and then charge and be at six. Yeah, like there's a good chance you'll get six, yeah. but the question is, you know, is it not slain? So then it puts a big target on the head of the, the tusk boss, and you can't put the six up ward um, artifact. Oh, you can you you, you put the um, amulet, uh, the griff feather charm. No, no, no. The um the the the, the six up ward artifact. What's it called? Um, oh, armor of Gorkor. No, the universal one. Oh, 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 oh. Um, amulet destiny. That was good. It's a six up. Is it a six up ward? That was a five. I keep I, in my head. I'm going ethereal amulet. I'm like, no, it's not ethereal amulet. Like I'm, in my head, I'm, I'm I'm stuck. But you've got the six up ward artifact. It's it's the amulet. Yeah, but it's a six up ward. It's I'm just saying, like, if it survived, like, if, if that's yeah. your only grand strat out of the, yeah. like, you know, the others, you want to cre- increase the durability, and the six up ward is better than nothing. I like that one part of this is guaranteed. You're probably going to get to six. You're you're. It's going to be hard not to get to six. It's the, oh, why did you have to add that? Because it's cool, man. It's it's like, yeah, you're really leaning into what your army's supposed to do. And then they go, hey, and don't die. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. And what makes it harder is that you don't have a fix and beat, right? So mm-hmm. you can't heal those three wounds. So you're relying on heroic recovery just to get those wounds back. Uh, because you will, you will eventually take fourteen wounds, and yeah, yeah. unfortunately, be that without any war chanters, it just makes your 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 life just that little bit harder. And we all know, as players who play the game, around turn four, hey, what was your grand strategy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, oh man, here we go. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sniping pretty pretty quickly. That's why, like, my spellcasting savant little five wound idiot. I'm just like hiding it everywhere, just not to die. Like, just like he's, he's, he'll die. He'll die to a stiff breeze. As he should. Hey, hey, hey. hey that, that's why. That's why I put, I put it on my fungoid cave shaman because he can't be targeted outside of twelve inches. So unless you got splash mortals, like it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Unless you're an idiot and let, let Kato charge directly into him because he's got like stupid movement. The last mm. three things is the battle tactics. You've got out of control, the boss leads the way, and full speed stampede. So uh one is you complete the battle tactic if you carry out both the greed, greedy gobble, charge down, and two other monstrous rampages. So you gotta pull off four monstrous rampages in the turn. Easy. <laughs> 
if I mean, because we the game is about points, it's about tactics. You build your list for the previous campaign to do this. You go, okay, I'm gonna have four 180 point monsters that are solo, two units of two, right? Two characters, maybe a third character. Okay, I got like nine monsters. You're gonna have four monsters in combat at some point. It's gonna happen. You know, and, and it's about points. You're gonna get that one. That's almost yeah. an auto get. Yeah, raw stomp. Uh, by the time you get into combat, you can do greedy gobble because it's a momentum score of three. So I imagine mm -hmm. it'd be super rare that you, especially in this sub faction where you're in the turn one, you're not reducing your momentum in the, in the first rounds. So it's probably a good chance you'll hit greedy gobble unless you try to do this late game, then that'll be question mark. Well, the thing is, you you just have to say you're doing it. You don't have to slay anything. All right, I'm going to do greedy gobble. Oh, I failed to kill you. You still get it. No, but wasn't but isn't greedy gobble? You've got a, you've got a, you can only, you can only carry it out with the momentum. Oh, if three. You so if, I see what you're saying. I see yeah, so saying. if you've only got momentum, if you've only got momentum two, you can't even issue it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, 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 the other two is uh, you complete the battle tactic if during the turn your general calls the grunter <laughs> Okay, that's that's an auto tick. Mm -hmm. And any enemy units are destroyed by attacks that you made by the general or the abilities used by the general this turn. I, I like, it's one of those rare times I like that they added that. Because, I mean, how many times have you messed up and stomped and killed the unit that you're supposed to kill with attacks? You're like, damn it. Or impact hits kill it, and you're like, oh. <laughs> it's like, all right. I like that they at least added that. Like, all-encompassing, did the general kill this thing? It did. I got it. Here we go. And like we talk about guarantees if you're sending your general to something you don't know if you're killing what, what are you doing like, what, what are you doing sounds like a bad trade yeah yeah uh, th <laughs> i like that, that one, one though. that one is a good one it's a very mm -hmm. easy one to score the other one is uh if at the end of the turn there are three or more friendly more grunty units on the battlefield that each have a momentum score of five plus the end of your turn when if it's my turn, I guess I can stack it and decide I'll check for this before I lower the momentum score. This is my turn. I can do it in any order. They both happen at the end of the turn, right? Uh, the momentum, yeah. it goes away. Don't I get Don't I get a stack and a pick? I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, at the end of each turn, subtract one from... Yeah. So if I'm... Even if I have three things at five, I can go, okay, I'm going to check this first. Got it. And now I'm going to lower the turn. Mm, that sounds like an FAQ errata. They're going to have you, to FAQ that. That, that. that sounds like an FAQ errata. Based on what you've said, yes, unless someone proved me with some evidence to say yeah, otherwise. Yeah, I'm not um, perfect. No, 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 no. Obviously, you know, we're in the moment having a conversation. I'm not going to pull up and yeah. spend five minutes looking at the rules. But, yes, this feels like a late game. And yeah. you, you want to – even then, like, are your monsters going to be on the table? You're going to have three – more grunters on the table which through attrition might be be hard to do so maybe yeah. it's a turn three to turn four one yeah the, the tactics are interesting because because of the the time we're in it's all about casting well i don't have casting so no. it, there's enough i think tactics for you to get five out of this army so but a blizzard will delete one of these like a, a, a blizzard will delete a, a more grunter every turn it's, and you'll be in combat, you'll be within my 12, and mm -hmm. I'm going to use my Blizzard Wizard. Yes, and you don't have magic to stop it, so you're just going to suck that up, Buttercup. 
Yeah, you're yeah. using. Uh, you have to use uh, heroic willpower. Not heroic willpower. Um, heroic willpower. Yeah, yeah to get a, to get yeah heroic to willpower to get yourself an unbind. That's your, which then counteracts trying to use heroic recovery mm -hmm. to keep your general on the table. So. And you only have one of those. It's, it's just crazy, man. It's, I guess you have to. I guess you have arcane tome on someone and be like, I'm going to try to compete. Good luck. And, and I think, folks, for anyone who's thinking about taking the armies of renown to a, to a GT, I think that's critical, right? Is what is my trade off here? Will I take this to my club and have some fun? Absolutely. Would I take this to a GT and uh, hope to win three or four games? I'm probably going to have to play out of my skin where I think I could do a, a much better uh, a performance in combination by going in Iron Suns, by taking some Blood Tooths. Hell, you know, taking some of these new models and then adding into the choppers and building around that Ard Boy kind of um, anvil as well. Yeah. So yeah. I am conscious of time, and my original plan was to, to go through some of these rules, but we are at the two-hour mark, and that is well, well beyond where I thought I expected us to be. I could talk to you all day. Yeah, and, and I could too. Like, I appreciate this and we're having fun, right? It's, uh, I'm enjoying myself and, uh, but I haven't got a cinema for people to play this three hour Marvel cinematic movie on. So <laughs> let's, let's, let's like do some elevator kind of pictures yeah. outside of the army of renown. Is there any particular things that are really working for you right now in the current general's handbook, whether it is a particular sub-faction that is complementing you better than others? Do you find you're using a certain mighty destroyer better to kind of get in and kind of kill those wizards sooner? Are you finding anything here on this screen um, you'd want to call out in GBH23? Uh, Iron Suns has some really interesting lists right now with with the control and the board, getting on objectives and, and, and holding them in countercharging with different units you might be allying in you know we talk about the other brutes i think iron suns is going to get a little bit of an a little bit of an uptick my style of playing is blood tubes because i like to control the board so i i i'm there but i'm looking at other armies obviously all of the mightiest first stuff is extremely good the wog is extremely good smash and bashing is extremely good um choppers is cool but i don't know if i would go choppers over iron suns even even though they give you three different units can have plus one damage the ability for iron suns uh, you not to charge someone's brutes because you're afraid of them and they go okay well i'm gonna charge you now or you charge the brutes and, and you have your mall crusher close enough like okay now my mall crusher is going to fly over and charge you like there's a lot of things iron suns can do right now if we're going to play the the patience games with our boys and and, and sit on objectives i think I think we're going to see a little bit of an uptick on Iron Suns because of our boys, because of the different brutes we have now controlling the board, making little missiles instead of being three wide, be three long and darting in to get to get your attacks in with Iron Suns. I I think Iron Suns are going to get an uptick and I'm actually looking at those two. I'm interested in them. I think I think part of the reason as well why Iron Suns is going to get that massive uptick is the fact that it's only keyworded to Iron Suns. Where it's not restricted to Gore Grunters, it's not restricted to Ard Boys, and there's two new units that we haven't acknowledged, which obviously is your your brute variety, your brutes and your weird brutes, which get actually get no benefit in Blood Tooths or Choppers. No. Um, your new more Grunters don't get any benefits in Blood Tooths. So I hope, and I don't think it's going to happen, but I'd love to see a um, 
a four-week FAQ after this book, or maybe even a tweak to the Iron the Jaws rules to include Bloodtooths as Gore Grunters and more Grunters. Mm. I'd love to see some other rules that acknowledge the new units because otherwise, you're right, Iron Sons is that universally beneficial and it's a good set of rules mm. where if you could add the choppers in to maybe add your brute versions, your new, um, your new weird brutes or your uh, brute rages into the choppers, I think that becomes more spicy. Yeah. And, and remember, Maul Crusher, I can one command point, three different units. Here we come. Yeah. And we haven't even talked about the Maul Crusher. It's still good. It's still a good <laughs> unit. Um, am, am I fair to assume, and I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go into like the, in, in, like the command traits, but am I right to assume that you aren't using the Antorian Locus uh, command traits at all like you're not going to be sacrificing uh, hulking brute or you know master of the weird or mighty wild leader for shaman of the chilled land no you can't compete in that field why take it in my opinion right like sure you might have some niche thing i want to get blizzard off i'm use all of my dice to get it off i'm a venus to arcane terrain i am going to get this off sure you can try to get that one spell off in case they're within 12 inches sure you can do uh um um, not not blizzard um hoarfrost hoping you roll that three for rin three hoping you roll that one for plus one but remember you got to pick your weapon before you roll I, I i don't i don't like competing in places where you can't win i like the idea of shaman of the chilled land but when you stack it up against mega bossy or mighty wire leader mm-hmm. they just don't compete right like those two are just better than the shaman of the chilled land i, I agree i agree um, because you don't play that well, do you, do you in, in magic, like Scooter mm-hmm. clearly plays well. It's the magic that I'm talking about. <laughs> but do, you, do you find yourself at all without wizards at all? I know you've outused Scragrot or Fungoid Cave Shamans and, you know, gets wizards. Do you, do you see a world where maybe you don't have any wizards at all and will play into the, um, the, like the, the these new Nullstone endowments? A thousand percent. I'm very curious because right now, like you said, I'm stopping one, maybe two spells. Is stopping one, maybe two spells worth not having an anvil or worth not having two more hammers? Like I can control so much more of the board if I just ignore these spellcasters and just go full tilt, you know, or more waves. Turn one, two things. Turn two, two things. And turn three, two things going forward. Plus, I mean, I personally like pouch. You know, it's like, hey, miscast on one, twos, and threes. Have at it. Like, roll your spells. And you're really only worried, like we said in the beginning, those two, maybe three, four armies that have a ton of casters. Like, Soulblade has a lot of casters, too, right? So, here you go. Roll your seven spells. You're going to roll ones and twos. You know, and then with the extra dice, yeah, throw an extra dice in there. Now you have a bigger chance of rolling another one or two or three. So, I, I think there's definitely a world, and I am playing without casters, where it's like, let me do some practice games see how I feel, figure it out without any casters. It's it's a lot of fun because that's how you add in all those new units, all the new stuff you want to play. you got to drop something. And that was part of the question is we've talked about, well, you know, to add that new um, Anvil Smasher or to add something else in, it might come at the cost of a wizard. And with the Pouch of Nuldos, for example, now that Blizzard, Blizzard can't be casted if you teleport, it's much easier to anticipate when you need to shut down that likely once per game, twice at most, that critical blizzard throwing down the pouch of null dust because you know the blizzard wizards within 12 inches of something that it wants to get into 
will yeah. throw down the pouch of null dust and they'll probably kill themselves or they will they will deny that shot to to blizzard and they'll wait the next turn or they're yeah. a mad lad and we'll we'll do it anyway and Crazy. Suffer, the suffer the consequences that's me i do it. i don't care let's go we're casting this spell i see a one and i'm out i'm like no, i'm out i'm out see you later bye that's true no no spell for you um, so cool. All right, it's, it's good to know because I imagine you are on the fence. You can get a wizard, or you uh, don't. Yeah. You know, you're, you're an army that can can go either way. Yep. Um, we, we won't talk about those because they are don't on your. Them. They'll be on your list. Yeah. But if you are taking a Antorian Locus wizard, mm -hmm. uh, which mm -hmm. is your shaman, your shaman's the only native option, right? Yep. What what spell are you taking, and why? Horfrost or um or um Basham Lads. I think it's called Basham Lads. Oh you uh, sorry. Oh you're going one of the spells, uh Basham Yeah, if Lads. I'm if I'm taking a spell like I'm done. I I, I really liked um Handigort. That was cool for a while, but people I'm so maneuverable. It's okay. Like you can do some cool tricks with it, but I, I do like Horfrost. I think Horfrost is fun. I'm, I've never taken Blizzard, even when you can teleport your guy into it. I, I, I'm good. I've never taken Blizzard. Rapture, I don't run an incarnate. New Rapture, I can see you play for New Rapture for those people that because it's it kind of went heavy again where everyone's playing the the incarnate. I'm like, okay, everyone's playing this again. It was funny though because you can tell the people who played a lot and people who don't because they're constantly getting in combat with themselves. I'm like, bro, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna to talk to your brother about because he was he was the innovator of incarnate before before rupture and the cool kids started latching onto it. Yeah. But let me ask you, who is a good recipient for Hoarfrost in an Iron Jaws list? Pigs. Pigs that ran nothing, throw them on the pigs. If you're all one or two, if you're all a two through a four, okay, my pigs wound on a or if you're all two or four or one or two, my pigs hit on two or wound on two. If you're all three or four, I'm running two. If you're all five or six, I'm running three. You put it right on the pigs and you smile. You charge that six-man squad right into something, and there's 24 attacks. If you get lucky, run two. If you get really lucky, run three. Like, it's awesome. It's awesome to watch them go into things. I remember playing uh, one of the one of the gentlemen, uh, Brett, from uh, Wohammer once, and uh, he ran six pigs into my Gargant, and I remember him, like, finishing the attacks, and I'm like, is that all you do? And I'm like, I, w I was disappointed for him. I'm like, oh. Is that all? I think in my gate bracket, you sort of like deleted yeah. them or deleted a lot of them. But like now add Hoarfrost and wow, like there's some mortal wounds on impacts with the red minus three. Like that's a pretty scary threat. Yeah. Yeah. 20, what is it? 24 attacks. So it's 40, uh, possible 48 damage. It's like, here we go. Like, is that all? This is awesome. Is that all? Is that all? <laughs> So, so I want to get into the good stuff, which is obviously we've talked like two hours of theory. We've talked about how you're thinking about General's Handbook. You've obviously done incredibly well in the tournament scene. I want to see how your list constructions kind of work. So the first list that you've got here, and um, you, I'll, I'll go through it you know, quickly, is the uh, Oric uh, War Chanter with the Fix and Beat. You've got a Weird Knob Shaman with Hoarfrost. You've got a Mega Boss on Moor Crusher, which is the General, with Hulking Brute, uh, Boss Chopper, Rip Tooth 
Fist with the Destroyer Artifact and the Fixer Mount trait. You've got the War Chanter with the Get em Beat. You've got an allied Scragrot, the Loon King. You've got six pigs, six pigs, and ten brutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the... Yep, that's right. So um, the app's been playing up a little bit, so the points may be off, but the total score is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, total at 1970 under a Battle Regiment. So this is a one drop. Three drops, one drop, two, three drop, three drops. I was quickly in my math trying to count up how many (laughs) minor heroes you had. Cool. Three drop. What's this list do and how does it work? It, it's, so we talked earlier, Scragrot, his, his solo spell is incredible. The other thing that's incredible about him is the free command dice. Um, He, he's a guy that if you want to, if you want that spell to go off to do some damage, you could make sure it goes off. So it's reliable, right? Um, the extra command dice is huge. The four board save means he's can set on objective and he can take attacks from a decent amount of stuff. You know, not everything, obviously, but a decent amount of stuff. He can stand there and smile. Um, I, I really like him in the list. And that that's definitely Caleb finally looked at my list. I'm not going to lie to you. And within 20 minutes, because why don't you put Scragrod in? I go, what the hell does he do? I go, I can ally a goblin. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm like, what can I do? Awesome. Now, obviously, the War Chainers, Fix and Beat and Get and Beat are, I think, the two most optimal. I do like the uh, plus one to hit because I could do that during your turn. I think that's awesome. Um, I don't know if I really like the Weird Nom Shaman with Horfrost, but I think it's better in this list than doing, like, Basham Lads. I used to have Arcane Tome on the Mall Crusher just so I have four casting for four dispels. And it's it, it would work. It, it, it would do a lot of dispelling, but... I will say at Nova, I ran into a lot of horde units that I, I like we were talking about. I haven't seen a lot of horde, and all of a sudden, Get back. twenty-two archers, twenty-two archers, a twenty-man squad of this. Here, it was like, wow, there's a lot of horde. So destroyer, chef's kiss comes in and just clears it all out. Um, obviously, the gorg runners, they're they're too good. The points are wrong, like you said. It's it's three forty for the units of six, but. The, the math comes out right to where it's 1970. It's a it's a legal list. Yeah. Don't at me, folks. Yeah, yeah. Please calm down, guys. It's the internet. Like <laughs> it's whatever. But Gorg runners come in and it's the plethora of attacks. You know, you, you come in and I like that unit because you can charge into the middle of someone's army, fight, kill the thing you fought, and you can go, okay, I'm deciding to charge into the rest of your army to tie you up, or I'm gonna flee in a direction to make you like separate your army. You know, because maneuvering and movement is like the king of this of this army. It's like, hey, you have to decide where you're going to dedicate stuff. I can come in, kill your small squads that you plan on holding the side objectives with, move away, and now you decide, are you going to migrate your castle over here? Over mm-hmm. here, you're going to split it. And once you decide to split it, I'll devote my entire army to one half, kill it all, and then turn two, devote to the other half. It's strong. It's solid. Ten Brutes have such not guarantee it's a good attack profile right it's one of those things you read and you're like wow this is a lot of damage and like we're talking about guarantees if your brutes are charging you're always going to put a war chainer on them so here's all this extra damage it's just awesome and like we said scragrot could turn that one spell that that person wants to get off and now i can compete against one spell you know you want to cast your um your 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 teleport spell now i'm stopping it you want to cast your portal no portal 
Well, even yeah. even magical dominance, right? That that a lot for a lot of armies, that turn one battle tactic is incredibly hard. So they want to go for that mystic shield. You deploy Scraggy correctly, he gets plus one to his unbinds as well as a double caster, double unbinder. You put all the your primal magic dice behind it, and you'll shut it down. Without Scraggy, I look at your list and go, yeah, I could probably get it off. Uh, but this makes it harder, and the amount of times that Scraggy has gotten me out of magical supremacy by killing a unit with mortal wounds or spells yes. um i can use the primal magic dice to get the spell off i won't extend the amount of mortal wounds that he generates but if i cast it on let's say an eight that's eight d3 so eight three pluses will do a mortal wound so yes. with the right target with a range of i think it's 24 24 that'll kill that'll kill something pretty quickly and that'll be a battle tactic and it scares people. The, the other oh. thing is when you tell them, because I don't, I don't hold anything back. I tell my opponent exactly what my stuff does because I need them to understand everything is dangerous. I have no lights except for the weird knob shaman. There's nothing in my army that is light. Everything, it does something. Everything, it's awesome. And people are like, oh, he does what? Uh huh. Check this out. <laughs> it's really cool. And there's so the moon. It's only happened once where I played against um, um, uh, goblins. They're, they're called something else, but I get to control your moon. Yeah, that's what it says. Awesome. <laughs> Move it off the board. Get it out of here. I was like, does it really work like that? I was like, if you say so, bro. All right, cool. Uh, you, I, you, I, can, you can choose to move it one or you can hold it. So you can obviously move it into the, get it out of the center, which is where I want yeah. to keep it and move it. So yeah. like they lose all the benefits. That's sneaky. You're and, sneaky. and the point, the point values, I'll say the, the point value 1970, I think one game in all of Nova and I played 11 games. I didn't get the triumph. People are really close to 2000 now. Like there's not a lot of 1950s, 1940s. So I'm I like, called that out recently, actually, because I ran a G my GT and I did a, a, a list analysis. And you're right, about 70% of the field was sitting around the 1980 to 2000 mark. So, mm -hmm. you, you, you know, LVO last year where we, you know, we, we hang out. People were running like 1890 to 1900. People were fighting for the triumph. Yes. Now, it seems like everyone's chucking in that extra endless spell. They're finding in that little uh, extra wizard to, and, and they're at their cap. Yep, yep. I love this list. This right now is my main list, but I am looking towards other things right now. I'm not going to lie to nobody. And obviously, you know, that, you know, if you want to stay in house, you can obviously change this to your heart's content, swap out Scraggy, put in your Anvil Smasher, put in something completely different. Like it, it's, this is not the internet list and, you know, not, not recommending everyone runs this list. But speaking of our Anvil Smasher, list number two is an Iron Suns list. You have two War Chanters. One has Fix and Beat. One has Get and Beat. You have the Ard Boy uh, Big Boss, which has the Nulled Stone Adornment, the Pouch of Nulled Dust. You have uh, Zorog Anvil Smasher with his War Smashing Chopper. Um, <laughs> even though we just talked about the Tongs yeah, yeah, yeah. being incredible, I reckon that was a misprint. Um, a as a misprint, tong Tongs for days. Yeah, it's like, yeah. He's the barbecue man. Uh, you also got a Mega Boss on More Crusher with Hulking Brute, uh, literally the same loadout we just had. Uh, I'm not going to repeat that. Uh, you have 10 Brutes, 10 Brutes, 20 Ard Boys. That's uh, obviously 440. Yep. Again, don't at me. Uh, it's Warlord and Iron Jaws Fist, which is your one of your book battalions. Yes. So how is it? And 1950 is the points allocation. So what does this list do differently that the other one doesn't? 
So it's like like I mentioned earlier, the gentleman who's who's playing the Iron Suns list and holding objectives. It's it's my version of wondering if this would work. I want to kind of play it and test it out. It, it's moving brutes up the uh, the size of the block of twenty in the middle. Um, in my head right now, I have the patch on null dust. I was playing with okay. Let me get magical dominance off. Let me get one caster. Put arcane tome on. Sit behind the art boys. Give a mystical shield. There's a battle tactic. You know, try that. You know. Am I 30 away? Okay, I'm 30 away. You can't stop me from getting the spell off. Guaranteed spell. Let's go, right? So maybe I switch to that. It's the double inspired. It's it's being down with the uh, the warlord taking another triumph because you don't really need another artifact. Yeah, it, trying to figure that out. If if I go with the arcane tome, obviously it'd be one inspired. I would take another artifact. But right now I'm looking at, I'm going to move up. I'm going to tag these objectives. I'm going to control my territory, not your territory, where... Bloodtooth, I'm controlling your territory and mine. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit there. If you move forward and say you decide, okay, I'm sending my big thing into a block of 10 Brutes or the block of our boys, you turn around and go, okay, I'm going to countercharge you with my Maul Crusher and 10 Brutes that were on the flank. You know, so it, it gives me more maneuverability is what, I, what I'm thinking. And I, I personally, taking a Maul Crusher out of your army is really hard. Getting the three... The three command dice, getting getting all that stuff, the threat of them, the amount of damage he does, it's hard to take him out. It's just for he has play. psychological, he has psychological benefit oh. that people know that this is pain coming and can often be a, a distraction piece where people will focus on bringing that 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 uh, more uh, more crusher. I've I've been so used to trying to say more grunter now. It's just like a and like I'm just trying to stop myself from saying more yeah. crusher then now it's actually hard to say more crusher people focus on the more crusher so much that it lets your brutes or your pickies or everything else get avoided a little bit so yeah i get yeah, it in this list like i said i mean there's so many different ways to play the game and i think that's the fun part is like you watch these casting armies that are castling it's like oh it's so cool but how do you guys get objectives and then you have other armies like the zombies i'm gonna slowly walk down the field and hold it it's neat it, it, I like that there's not one list that has to be the list everyone plays. That here comes my shooting list, here comes my combat list. It's cool, and this is just my version of a slowly move down the field, control as much as I control. You know, I love inspired, especially on brutes. They're going to be plus one to hit most of the time against anything they're worried about. So now the plus one hit and plus one a wound. It's like twos on twos with. It's good. Twos on twos is good. And people often sleep on the fact that with Warlord or even Command Entourage, you can take an extra Triumph. And it's obviously risky because if you don't win the Triumph, you don't get anything. But being able to do double Inspired or double like Battle Shock Immunity or Battle Reroll Charges, like there's so many useful things that if you play to it, uh, it can be incredibly powerful. The last list and... um, Again, a little bit of combination. Speaking of shooting, uh, you've got your Tusk Boss on uh, Morgrunter, which has the Tusk Helm artifact. Yes, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Um, where's that from? You can, you can take it, right? It's, it's that's not that's not Mega Boss only. No, no, no. That's it's a General's Handbook. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, it just says Tusk. Oh. I'm like, no, no. I just look at the Tusk. I'm like, Tusk sound like orc. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, you got your mega boss on more crusher, so you've gone two, two, two biggies. Uh, same combination, destroyer, fast, and yada yada yada. Uh, how'd you get? Has, has this got this hasn't got double triumph though? Have I nope. stuffed this up? It just says inspired, inspired. It shouldn't, yeah. So I've stuffed I took this up. An extra 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to ask you. I stuffed that one up, folks. There's only one inspired. Uh, his warlord discussion is uh, two extra artifact, an extra artifact. So yeah. you've got destroyer on the mega boss on more crusher. You've got the tusk helm on the tusk boss on yeah. more grunter. You've got a war chanter with the pouch of null dust and the fixin beat. You've got a, another chanter with the getem beat. 20 Moon Clan shooters being brought over from Gits. You have six Gore Grunters, six Gore Grunters, and five Loon Smasher Fanatics at 1980 under Warlord. Extra artifact, not extra triumph. Yeah, you even have it right. Additional enhancement, artifact. Yeah, I just <laughs> I forgot to remove double in the uh, inspired. But how's this one different from the other two? So it, it gives me, instead of my army in the past has always been like go 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 this one's more go 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 and and i want to give a shout out to my club mates who were sitting there at nova and we're talking about hey what else can we do what can we do different and we have a list of 20 moon clan shooters with 10 fanatics and it's like with no tusk boss and you're talking the moon clan shooters run down the field you make them run you release the fanatics the fanatics now charge into something you're right in front of them. Here's 10 Fanatics, always strike first. Here's my Tusk, my, my Tusk boss coming in, doing its Tusk Helm stuff. Hopefully, you know, with the charge, you roll a four or something, and maybe you can get into the background. But that that being said, you still can send four things reliably into their face because you have the pigs move, the Tusk boss move, the Fanatics move in, your big mall crusher can move in with Fasten. If you're looking for, I just want an alpha strike and get this game over with as soon as possible, you have four significant hammers because you're not going to give the Fanatics a war beat. You don't have to give your Maw Crusher the war beat. So I would be giving a unit six pigs and the Tusk Boss the war beat. Here goes four things doing a significant amount of damage. And I was just looking like, how do I do as much damage as possible? And a lot of people worry about low drops versus high drops. It's cool being a low drop and controlling this stuff. But before this book, every one of my games, I had nine drops or eight drops or 10 drops. It never mattered. Oh, you go first. Okay. I'm going to go first. Okay. Like it never mattered. And even now there's not a significant amount, a significant enough stuff that alpha strikes me that I'm worried about. It's like, okay, like you want to go first, have at it, get your buffs off. I'm going to charge you with four units. And that's kind of where this list came from. And it's also trying to make the Tusk Boss work. And I love 3d6 charge on a Tusk Boss. You roll it, you, you declare the wad. You hope you roll pretty good. Here's a 14. So 15 four ups. Okay, now let's see if I can now run past you and do it again. Even if you charge the same unit, I'm going to try to do it again. Here we go. It's just how much damage can I do in one turn? And the shooters are awesome. The reason you put the shooters in is in case someone can alpha strike you. I just bubble with my shooters. All right, come on, charge them. I drop my fanatics out wherever in front of them. You can charge my fanatics if you want. I strike first. I don't really care if you charge them. Now that the stabbers are the same price as the shooters, I would say that I do like stabbers more because they can contest objectives within nine as opposed to within six. But the shooters getting like 40 shots, although they're trash shots, you know, hitting on fours, wounding on fives. It's pure like if you snipe a hero, it's like fives and fives. But uh, but like 40, like you probably maybe with two rounds of shooting can can take down that five wound idiot. Which that is a good point about the stabbers, like the nine inch, you know, hold objective. That's a really good point. The amount of times I've even gone into, into like, um, 
not ice fields. The I've forgotten the battle tactic, uh, the, the battle plan's name. You know where if you hold it for two turns in a row, yeah. you lose it. So like I'll I'll put like one stabber within nine inches, let my opponent steal it off me, and then I can reclaim it and then reset that counter. And there's yeah. a, but if you lose one person, then you lose that rule completely. So it depends on what you're after. <laughs> I have a couple of burning questions before we kind of wrap this up, uh, if that's okay. Couple of burning questions from Discord, and I appreciate everyone who kind of heaps heaps of questions that I think we've acknowledged already. So I'm just going to get into the the most critical ones. Uh, first one being from Paul S. Do you think there's a strategy for building up momentum for the big picks? It looks like it is very tough to get six for that. Yes, I, I um, Rebel Rousers is that what they're called? The 500 point um, ally or thing you can bring in. I can see a, a cause to put that guy all the way on the left have nothing but, you know, pigs or whatever next to it. And you just free run. Okay. I'm going to run them. I don't care if I don't roll a, a five or a six, I roll a one. I still can run in charge because this guy lets me because I move closer. And then you're really heading down the field. You, you can do the momentum. If your plan is to do the momentum going in charge, it is easy to do. You just have to invest 500 points in a unit that I think is worth 500 points. To be clear, I, I think gaining, the, the squigs and gain the squig hoppers and gain all the stuff. It's worth it. Like, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. So you're not, you're not talking about the ally rabble rouser. You're talking about the armies of the regiment of renown, which yes. is the, the, which comes with the rabble rouser, the gobba some hoppers and some squig herd. Yes. Yes. The whole shebang. I, 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 I definitely think there's a list in there to, to make it happen. And that's the only way, like, you know, watch other other YouTube things, talk to my friends, talk to everyone. Can you think of another unit that lets you run in charge that allows you to just do this? And it's the only one we can think of. And while the points are steep, if you do that, you're not taking a mall crusher. Like I would not recommend a mall crusher too. So, but you gain a lot of stuff. It's not like you're not gaining things, you know? So I can see doing that. I can see putting that in the flank and just going ham. The Gobapalooza gives you two casters as well, mm-hmm. which is neat. And one of the casts can be a, uh, a 12-inch bubble of minus one to hit, which is really helpful. And is also can't receive and uh, issue commands uh, mm-hmm. until your next hero phase, which is super neat. You obviously get some squig herds. You get some chaff as well as some hoppers, which will give you some bodies. And it does bring the ability to deep strike uh, the rabble rouser as well. So you can put it on your opponent's side of the board. And then, uh, and that's probably one of the challenges by allying in the rebel rouser. You've got no easy way to get it on your opponent's side of the board. But if you put it in the army of renowned, the regiment of renowned, you can. So, good question because I was actually going to ask you, Slippery, to ask me, do you see any value in the Gits uh, regiment of renowned? And I think the answer is yes. Yes, yes. But there's a trade off that the 500 points has to come from somewhere. Yes, and that, that you're building your list, and and I I think it would be cool to have an army that does well in competitive play without a mall crusher. Like, let's figure it out. Because the mall crusher is so cool, but it's also like, really, again? Really, again? Like, it would just be cool, right? I will say to you, though, the, uh, one of the one of the players at my GT uh, ran three mall crushers. I've seen it. Uh, it's, like, it's dirty. It's what? dirty. It's, it's dirty. like... It's like Sons of Ehemat in, in, in Orcs, and yeah. I am all for that. <laughs> uh, Supreme Squid asking, are M- MSU or minimum size units of Gore Grunters, Brutes, and Rages viable? I mean, everything's viable depending on how what your, what your battle 
what your battle plan in your mind is. Everything's fine. I've seen MSU do very well. My mindset is I'm a massive orc who's in charge and I want to go home for supper. What's the most efficient and fast way to do that? Six pigs, six pigs, brutes, move forward, smash. Where other things are, I want this game to go to turn five. And while I think that's awesome, against certain armies that are like heavy shooting with, with screens, magic casting. If you're going MSU, they're just going to pink, 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 pink. But if you can get in, smash, and keep going, I can win this game and be done with this game, you know. But MSU, like we talked about the new Brutes, a thousand percent. I can see three-man darts, especially at a hundred points. Especially at a hundred points. Even even if you did four sets of three at 400 points and they just were running and charging down the field, people are going to be like, what what do I do? And the other thing I guess we didn't touch on, I love this. Three man brutes can get into terrain and have a four up save very easy. Sure. Mm, very easy. You know, and then all of a sudden, all at defense, I got a three. Well, I'm ignoring one rend very easily. So the, the MSU is definitely a thing. I don't think MSU, in my opinion, for Borg Runners is a thing. I think you lose too much. But if you're going to Mall Crushers, you're going to have to go MSU Pigs. Like you're going to, you can't take six. Yes, six is critical. Um, uh, three is nice, but you don't expect them. They, they, are, they will they will soak up wounds. You don't, you're not getting a lot out of actually three. Yeah. Uh, JFK Space Race kind of talking about rages is, um, do you think it's minimum sized units for those rangers and chucking them in your front line? Or do you see them more as like reinforce them and use them as a counterpunch um, start both, unit? Both, both for sure. I mean, it, it depends what else you have in your army and what what you want that unit to do for you. If you want that unit to go in and do the Lord's work and take stuff out, obviously reinforce. If you want them to take up a flank, I'm going to, because everyone, you know, MSU, we can talk MSU, I'm going to this small unit, grab that objective while everything else is here. Well, here comes these Rangers. No, you're not. I'm going to go kill that small unit. And then I'm going to turn around and kill the rest of your army, right? Like I think that unit of three is better than 95% of the stuff people are using to claim side objectives, like, secretly. They're going to go into almost anything kill it. 100%. Yes. You won't claim the objective off bodies, but sure as hell you will rip them a new butthole by, <laughs> by three three models will delete and dominate that objective through yeah. sheer force, especially if they're doing the mortal wounds. Or yeah. maybe you don't need them. You're just like, whatever. Uh, second last question is Kaluha's asking, uh, with or without point alignment, do you ever take wreckers over rages? I think we've already acknowledged that when we talk about the two war scrolls, but just to reinforce, we ever taking them over rages? No, honestly, no. Like, I, I, no, no. And if I'm also being honest, they're the least attractive of all the models they put out. They're not cute. I like the mask. The mask is fun. <laughs> I like the, the mask. The masks are fun, but yeah, like, yeah, it's hard to argue I in can. favor of the wreckers over the rages right now. Like, yeah, I'm surprised if, there are more points than the other one. That's what I'm I was. I was going to say if the rages go to like 150, or they became like 130, and then the wreckers were like 90, maybe, maybe, maybe we're talking, maybe. but. Like right now, it's rages every day of the week. Yeah, rages and and they're yeah, yeah. They both have good rules. They do have good rules. It's just uh, I, I see I. You can't have everything. 
It's a good you, you can't have everything. And it's not that we don't like them. It's just that other things are better for just my better. point of choice. But yes. second, last question, and then we'll wrap it up and you can do some shout outs. Um, Byron asking probably the most important question is how much bacon is enough bacon? And I think the answer is 2,000 points worth of bacon. 2,000 points. Uh, 21, 21 pigs is fun. Um, you can go more than that. You can you go 24 pigs. Uh, I mean, with you take out your magic, you ignore it, and you go, I want to lean heavy into pigs. I mean, I can I can easily see a 21 pig army with three war trainers behind it, and you're just there we go. But you can never have enough bacon. It just it just won't happen. It just won't happen. Scoot up. As always, you are an incredible guest, and uh, I'm pretty sure I'll have to talk to a few more of the bottom table bullies because uh, not only are you – it's ironic because, you know, you're actually a top table champion. So, uh, like, I, I hope through this almost three hours of solid goodness you are ever getting a feel of not only the new rules in the, the Dawnbringers book. Um, if you want to buy these, by the way, the book or the models, I do have an affiliate link down below, but you probably already bought it by now. Let's be honest. If you're going to buy the pigs – You've already bought it. If you're a laggard and we've got you excited, uh, feel free to help out the channel. Links are in the episode description. But this has been a really insightful conversation because Iron Jaws as a faction has been this middle of the pack. Didn't want to forget them. Where are they at? They bring a lot of things to the table. They are still definitely viable. And I hope through this discussion, whether you are a pig lover, someone who loves their Ard Boys and are now interested in the new Ard Boys, whether you're looking at the Wreckers or the Ragers, you're thinking about how to use the Army of Renown, you've got a few new ideas to kind of list and kind of put this all together. A warning that we didn't put at the top of the channel, though, is um, this is pre-FAQ. So everything yes. we've discussed is prior to an errata. So things may change, points may change, uh, a rule might get clarified that may uh, contradict what we've now said, uh, but we've done our best with what we know so far. But Scooter, anyone you want to shout out, anyone you want to say hello to, and uh, where can the... You're, you're not on the internet really at all. So no, I, I'm, I'm busy and I, uh, I'm busy. I'm very if busy. Event, I do if, lots if, of stuff. if you're at events, if you're at events, go see Scooter. You'll yep. you'll clearly hear him from a mile away. Uh, go <laughs> say hello. But give me some shout outs. Big shouts, honestly, to you. You 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 are you are a marvel inside the community. We need more people. Well, we have a lot of people, but we need more people like you who are friendly, want to have the conversation. Uh, tough crowd. I ain't gonna lie. I shout out my people. I love my tough crowd. Wicked dicey. Love you guys. Bottom table bullies. We're here to stay. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a very fun community, and, and I want more joviness and more happiness and more just community. I mean, everyone is is so pleasant. I'm really excited for Worlds coming up. I hear there's a lot of international people coming in. It is so cool to me to, like, we are in, like, chasm. I play in America. And then you find out, wait, they play this game and just say, okay, hell yeah. So I can't wait to meet all of you. Uh, if, if you ever see me and you want to say hi, if you want to tell me I'm an idiot, I'm wrong about tell me because I, I love the conversation. It's my favorite part of the game is the theory hammer and the let me tell you about this time. All right, tell me what you did. I'll tell you one of my like I love you all and, and I really appreciate this opportunity and the chance to talk to everyone.
You know, everyone just be kind to each other. I love you all. You are you are truly one of East Coast's finest, and uh, I can't wait for a chance to come and play over on your side, whether it's yes. Everwinter or Du Bois or there's, there's a couple of events. It's just a shame it's like 22-hour flight to, to get over there. So it makes it a little hard, but <laughs> I will be in Atlanta, and uh, anyone who's in Atlanta for the World Finals, come say hello. Uh, uh, maybe more, more announcement will come out later on on what I'm doing there, but... Uh, it should be exciting. I'm looking forward to that in November. He's crushing souls. That's what he's doing there. Don't be fooled, people. He, he's there to bring the pain. <sighs> maybe, maybe. Just uh, make sure that you're, you're you're playing with intent and your dice rolls are clear and there's no no cheating. Yes. Otherwise, there will be some smackdown being laid. And there but... should be. I have a question for you. Oh, no. Go for okay. it. Okay. I right. don't know if you ever played Magic the Gathering, but yes. I've asked people this a lot. In Magic, if I'm at the table next to you watching you play and I notice you did something that's wrong or you got a rule wrong, I have to correct you. If I don't and the judges find out I didn't say something, I get in trouble. Do you think it would hurt the game if we implemented something like that where if I'm playing at the table next to someone and I notice you know, they, they, they're rolling too many dice or they don't hit on what they said they hit on or something like that, should I be obligated to say something to them? Or is it one of those, well, he should know what that army does. Yeah, you've asked a really interesting question. As someone who is a reflective thinker, first mm. and foremost, I think um, from a – yeah, it's a great question, right, because you also have the culture of chess clocks where people are playing against time and does that eat into chess clock time and how the penalties play out with, with uh, time going over. If you see a rule and it's a blatant cheat um, – so I think I, I think you should, okay. but at the same time, like if that person's wrong, they've disrupted the game. Uh, you obviously see to games where people are, uh, are interjecting and it's more like a coach rather than a judge, which is clearly wrong. I think it's like a defined parameter. I think if mm -hmm. we're going to do that and be disruptive, there needs to be rules and systems in place to allow that. So, um, because sometimes you're in the moment and you pick up the wrong dice, you forget to apply a modifier, stuff happens. So sometimes like, it's, it's really tough to play in a very fast pace, you know, not looking at your rules and, you know, like, I, I like to believe that people play unintentionally, like they, they, that never one, no one really intends to cheat. Yeah. I don't think people, I, I think most people don't have the intention, but they do flip up. <laughs> I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying I like to have intention and people's best intentions at heart. But I think there's definitely space for that. I think there's definitely space. But I wouldn't want to encourage people hanging out a table, and yes. interrupting, saying this, saying that, what's going on there. Hey, that was cocked. And like, that's, also that's my hard part is what happens when people decide to sit at a table. It's like, eh, you're making this awkward, bro. Because there's also there's also the there's also like the the, the the first five minutes we used to have we, you know, when we chat and we talk lists. Often there's an etiquette conversation, like you know, what do we, how do we rule it if this happens here, or you know, sometimes you know, yes, we only roll in a dice box, or if it's cocked, what do we roll it against, or is there takebacks? And if you weren't there for the full ga full game, you may have missed the etiquette, and mm -hmm. that might again be disruptive in the moment. So yeah. it's hard. It's like. It's just a really fun, hard question, but. Well, I'm glad you asked, and maybe everyone who listens will want to put their their two cents into the chat and let me know because it, it's interesting, right? Like, do people 
do you call it out because you know the army and i think a lot of people just don't know other people's armies which then makes it that's the hard part because it's an open source game and i don't know all your rules so i'm trusting you to know what you do yeah yeah, it's, uh, and, and then we're getting into that Warhammer Fantasy days where, like, the top plat- tables really, you need to know what people do and, and knowing the nuance. And you'd study, like, you'd study people's books and their yeah. armies. And, you know, that also why practice is valuable. But, Scooter, <laughs> we are going to talk more about this in Atlanta in a couple of weeks' time. I cannot wait to see you chat. People who've watched, I hope you enjoyed this discussion. I th- hope you took a lot of value out of Scooter's three hours of orky goodness. Um, I'm not going to make you laugh because it's like late at night for you. But I hope you all enjoyed it and you all know what to do at this point. Press like, leave a comment. Uh, thank you all to the patrons who support the channel. And uh, thank you to my guests. And uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. I'll see you in a little bit of time. Thank you. Hey, buddy. Bye. Peace. Thanks for hanging around until the end. I hope you enjoyed that video and you walked away with a few new ideas. Now, if you did, I would love it if you press like on the video, as well as left me a comment with your thoughts. The conversation will continue over on Discord and the link is down below in the episode description. I also want to give a massive shout out to the AOS Coach patrons and YouTube members who are supporting the channel and the growth that you're seeing here. So cheers, you are all bloody legends. And until next time, don't roll a double one on a spellcast.